0: twitch on the podcast by me glass half dead called vantage point yes we've gone live that's why i was talking so slowly to make sure it actually worked (laughs) uh right let, let me read my intro okay uh welcome to vantage point the place for me glass half dead to talk about the subjects i want to talk about without having to care about my youtube channel analytics so expect some heavily rambling content as i turn the conceal order on what I want to talk about to an engage order. Today I'm joined by Udzikul, who is wearing a classic DD3CP yeah. 7 points is balanced t-shirt. Uh, merch that is still technically available, although no longer relevant if it ever was relevant, of course. <laughs>
1: That's the best kind of available, technically available. Technically
0: available, exactly. Uh, hi Udzikul, how's it going?
1: Hi, uh, it's going good. Glad to be awesome. here. Glad to be talking. I like that intro. Gonna switch my conceal order to a page yeah, right. order. keep Sorry. it
0: relevant. I like it. Yeah, using yeah, the new it, lingo. Cool. Gotta get... Yeah, it's called cool. the podcast is called Vantage Point. I'm using yeah. lingo. It's. I've thought this yeah. through. I've commissioned yeah. artwork that's coming soon. It's
1: fine. Yeah, you better just you better just hope it's not a, a domino fielded uh, harlequin down there, or otherwise you can't. You know, vantage point is worthless. So.
0: Well, otherwise I'll play the rule wrong on stream, and people will <laughs> tell me about it. And yeah. that just drives engagement, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it works out
1: that way when you're streaming.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and the more today, people yell at you in chat, the better. Oh, for sure. If only they would super chat me to tell me how wrong I am. <laughs> today I'm on a Diet Coke because it's really hot in England, and I have a fan going in a window open so chat hi thanks for joining us if you are hearing some excess noise from me please let me know um battle brothers tabletop says is it officially a podcast yes it is yes um obviously i did berenid now i'm doing oodsakul later this week i'm doing the strategic advantage guys and next week i'm doing micromancer um i feel like i should stop saying i'm doing people um and i'm probably gonna start (laughs) saying i'm talking to them
1: but at the same time
0: Yeah, I don't really want this to be anything particularly official and like structured So yeah. I don't want to say I'm interviewing people etc. Cuz that's definitely not what I'm doing I'm excited about kill but and I want to talk about it more But obviously like on my channel. I can't just put out bad content uh, That rambles for two hours. So yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. hobby hero. I can I do mean, you any you time. can oh people no,
1: want. I can sorry. Yes,
0: <laughs> you're right. I can um but it would be a bad idea probably not
1: good for the algorithm or no. you know
0: any of those other things out all there all my but, mental I mean, health have... yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so let's just <laughs> skip that completely um no definitely utical who are you why am i talking to you um i'm just a humble you know member of the kill team
1: community uh mm-hmm. i happen to have met and become good friends with beer 40k and uh that got me onto uh, his podcast and some of his videos um mm-hmm. Also, part of the reason I got into the competitive scene, uh, meeting him and went up to BAO and did okay at BAO 2019. Mind you, it wasn't the hugest showing, but did okay there in my first tournament. Uh, went to other tournaments um, here in the SoCal scene, and we happen to have a lot of big names here, so to speak, you know, um, with the uh, – the there was multiple podcast groups down here and we have like some tournament winners and Emmanuel and uh Alex uh Admec, and uh Beerenid's down here. So we have a lot of people like that. Um and then I got involved in uh over the pandemic in the tabletop simulator scene, uh mm-hmm. working through the command point discord and now through my own Discord called the Killzone, uh running TTS tournaments. So that's uh kinda where I'm at.
0: Of course I know you for the sole reason that you let me stay in your place over lvo um <laughs> yeah. everything else yeah, is completely secondary to me um yeah no but you so you've just started that discord now right and it's... yeah yeah we just started it yeah mm-hmm. the
1: the command point guys uh have some own tur- some tournament plans of their own and so they wanted uh the third party stuff moved so cool. we jumped over to uh another discord yeah
0: okay awesome um do you, hey I assume that you are in uh my stream chat right now. Do you want to drop a link to the Discord in there? Oh if yeah, if that's I can do that. doable. I know sometimes it can be difficult.
1: I don't know. It depends on how you have your your stuff set if you if Mindset you have it set terrific. to like not allow people to do uh links.
0: You know what? Links, I have yeah. never looked at my well, Twitch we're about settings to find
1: out. So that let... I, yeah, I see it. it seems to have let me. It didn't kick it back, so. Okay. There you go. Yeah
0: let's talk about kill team that's why i'm here because i'm hyped for the game i basically haven't been able to play for the last two weeks so i want to talk Ooh. about it because i can't play okay um yeah been too busy being too busy okay you're okay. playing at the moment
1: yeah uh uh, we have a small tournament going on right now on the server that i wasn't initially playing in but we had a few people with some snafus on their signups so uh, i ended up uh i ended up jumping in to fill in for one of the pods so i've been playing harlequins and i've been having a real good time with that um and i got to play in person the other day which was nice with some friends that i hadn't seen since before the pandemic uh some people from the the local scene and that was a lot of fun i played my gray knights uh, I've really been focused in on elite teams. Playing anything with less than three APL per model just feels, yeah, tough. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> um, I feel you. Though. Decision
1: make decision making wise, like I, I'm sure it's it's kind of like um, back when I used to play Tau in the first version of the game, and I got tired of it. It's just 16 models and moving them around, and I mean, obviously there's not that many in the new version, but moving that many models, like thinking that far ahead, like all the measurements and stuff, it's a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, when you're working with the elite team. Your decision making is a little bit easier because you can you know run shoot dash into cover or like run activate something then shoot or fight like you can you can just do multiple things whereas otherwise you're having to split those things among more models you know mm-hmm. um so i've found just for my personal learning of the game that elite factions have been uh better for my mental health but mm-hmm. uh or my understanding of the game but yeah i've been playing i've been having a really good time uh, I enjoy the new version of the game. I think it, it it plays really interestingly. There's uh you know, like all the factions play kinda different. There's really the only generic tactic is uh, tactical reroll. There is like, you know, Bolter discipline, which basically all the chaos or regular marine factions have some form of that, so it's mm-hmm. kinda the same but it's still, you know, different. Um yeah, a lot of a lot of things just play differently and it's cool. I'm still learning, there's still gotcha moments. Yeah. Uh like I was telling you Earlier, some of those gotcha moments are a lot more brutal in this new version because it yeah. doesn't end up with a single dice roll that's a fifty-fifty of your guy dying. It ends up with your guy being completely obliterated and maybe two guys being completely obliterated. So,
0: sure, yeah, yeah. as we were but, just saying a little bit before, you just kind of gave some—I don't want to say intro games, but possibly the first yeah. time playing. Um, yeah, and I mean it's. Because you don't, know, oddly, everybody complained about the injury roll, and it was generally not the best mechanic. I suppose it was very much a band aid patch, but um, yeah, it does mean that people could just be straight up punished for not understanding their orders, and whether to engage, when to conceal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The the conceal and gauge is a big thing terrain is a huge thing right yeah. everybody's still i even just yesterday mind blown right i've been playing this game for weeks now and it hasn't really affected anything because i've been playing harlequins and i've been running domino field anyway so you're not going to be able to shoot at me but um like uh i thought the only difference between heavy and light terrain was if you were two inches or further away then it had the obscurity rule or whatever uh-huh. right I thought if you were up against a wall or up against a window or something that was counted as heavy terrain that it essentially worked the same as light terrain but that's not the case so like if you're concealed behind heavy terrain a vantage point does not make you visible that's correct it's only for light terrain but I thought those walls operated the same as light terrain but I was playing it incorrectly so like there were times where I used a tactic that I didn't even need to use because I could have just hidden behind heavy terrain yeah yeah so I think
0: that's one of the big ones that upon first reading most people have missed but actually completely changes the game like until now i thought that being like that vantage point was completely overpowered as far as anybody could tell but now it's like oh i had just have to be next to a proper wall instead of a barricade right that actually completely changes how most maps are going to play from now on so yeah Yeah. that was something i missed originally um because if i'd known i'd have put it in my first ever like line of sight tutorial now it's going into one of my top five rules you play incorrectly you yeah know? yeah for sure you've got to farm sure. those clicks right but that's the thing is that's a really good thing to know it, like totally changed the game
1: oh absolutely yeah. it really changes the game i mean there's a lot of those little things too like um you know the specific octarius terrain that's yeah. the scramble terrain like how that works right mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't necessarily know that because that wasn't really a rule that people were looking at initially, or, like, my buddy had opened his stuff. He hadn't even opened the Octarius box. Like, he had opened the box to get the terrain out, but he hadn't even looked at the book because he wasn't playing either of those factions and didn't realize that there were special rules for that terrain. So that was something they learned. Um, Other stuff is just... Okay, it's like any other game, right? Even an FPS or anything like that, like you play Counter-Strike or Dota or League of Legends, like you gotta learn the other characters, know what their abilities are, know what the items do, know mm-hmm. what, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff. So the the learning curve is a little bit steeper. And then, like I said, it's just a little bit more punishing, right? So yeah. my buddy ran Necrons and he had like his Immortals all set up and like ready to go. And he chose his side and everything. And then I was playing my Grey Knights and I just popped that tactic and played the mission and was super stealthy and he wasn't able to shoot right, me. Like, is, this yeah. is, you know, yes. And it's just like you gotta just adjust and learn how to play the game. And I was trying to tell, you know (laughs) But you know, stuff like that and then only in death does duty end was another one that was like a punishing learning moment, like Oh yeah, you did attack me and kill me, but now I become an unstoppable killing machine (laughs) and I'm going to wreck you on my activation and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Indeed. Um Yeah, so stuff like that. Uh definitely which I think there were those moments in the first version of the game. And there are those moments in lots of other games. They're just slightly more punishing in this version. So um, even in like those starting games, I was like, okay, I can roll this back. And like, we can try it. And they were like, no, 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 let's play it out. Just need to learn it, get punished by it, and then we'll move on. Right. And it's better to do that when you're playing some friends for fun or playing in like this, you know, tournament on TTS where it's just for learning and stuff, rather than when you show up at SEO or LVO or something and then get
0: destroyed by something you didn't know existed, so. For sure. So quickly over to chat, uh, Sinia, that beautiful graphic you made for me is officially, currently, the thumbnail for my YouTube video when this gets uploaded to that. Uh, thank you very much for doing that. That uh, was a very uh, great picture of me you used there. Uh, but obviously, I don't need a thumbnail for Twitch, so it's not here, but it is there on YouTube. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, yep, yeah, they're all agreeing. New kill team a lot bloodier. Uh, zero stride. Yeah, not quite what I had in mind. I believe is what I said. To translate to complete white shit. Uh, <laughs> yep pretty much. Uh, I suppose. Uh, somebody asked, "Does conceal work against vantage points? That was uh, obviously bouncing off what you said there. Conceal does work against vantage point, but only when you're behind heavy cover, not against light cover. Light cover essentially trans- uh, turns your conceal order to an engage order, and that's the way it interacts. Uh, but Heavy cover is not light cover. Yeah, people were are a lot of before just focusing in the on the way that, that it is concealed yeah. to engage, as opposed to the cover that it uh, is affected by. so what were you gonna say?
1: Oh, I was gonna say, and I mean, there are tactics that change that, but then there's also like Zero pointed out in chat. Sorry uh, for cutting you off there, Glass. But yeah, is that that cool. you have to be two inches below the vantage point? Uh, or two inches higher on the vantage point like if it's one inch or below two It doesn't count as a vantage point And then the other thing is you have to be at least two inches away or two, if you're two inches away from the light terrain If you're within two inches then the light terrain doesn't even do anything yep. So if you get close to somebody that they don't even count for cover And then like I said, there's tactics like for Harlequins which zero you must be stoked about that Harlequins <laughs> look really good. I'm enjoying the heck out of playing them, dude They just you dance around you do all kinds of stuff people can't shoot at you if you don't want them to like uh they've been a blast
0: they've been a blast um yeah i agree i mean we'll talk about that in a moment because obviously i think that's a great place to start what what factions are we enjoying playing but uh over spanky asks can still suits be targeted by indirect uh yeah they can is there a reason they can't be is that like a pointed question uh Um, hey they have yep
1: They have like an order where their or their like tactic is that they're like always count as concealed, but concealed yep. wouldn't stop you from doing indirect. Nope. So I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So indirect is one of the few ways you can get around them uh, and still hit them, shoot at them without being within uh, two inches of them. Sorry, and I can't remember if it's one circle or two circle. So it's either it's, two inches or four inches.
1: Yeah, camouflage field. Each time an enemy operative makes a shooting attack, unless it is within circle, so
0: oh yeah okay two inches cool yeah stealth suits look super strong i haven't actually faced off against them yet but i'm terrified of when i do (laughs) uh basically
1: yeah i think the toughest thing about them is that they're two apl so if you run (laughs) like i mean mind you you'd never run two teams of them but like if you run two teams of them it feels kind of bad but i guess that's the same as like uh something like the uh the tyranid warriors right they're two apl as well so
0: yeah Yeah, i mean the stealth suits definitely seem like if you get that shot of them they're gonna die but you have to get that shot on them, yeah uh Baron asked, have you guys tried d g or Drakari uh, I haven't played either no I've played against uh death God um they were an interesting one i I don't know if my opponent was rolling hot, but that disgustingly resilient makes him so much more durable than i expected like i I kind of did the maths afterwards, and he was rolling averagely averagely like he was rolling about a third of his disgusting resilient saves, but damn. It, it uh, I was playing him just with infiltrators, um. But yeah, it it's right. it well, was that's, really
1: good. That's more on you playing infiltrators than no no Death no Guard, infiltrators. Are top <laughs> it's fine. Um. But I've played Death Guard and uh, Death Guard was like one of the first was the first faction I tried. I played two games of them, and then I've played Drukari one game. But that was like a really really learning game. I think Drukari are very cool. I think there's definitely. I mean, every team has play at the moment. Like there are some teams that are a little bit. I wouldn't say behind, but like not as OP tactics or strong stuff. But I'd say every team like has a place in the game right uh-huh. now. Like depending on the map, the map, the mission, and the opponent. But there's nothing. There's nothing in this version that would be equal to Harlequins versus Grey Knights in the old version. Sure. For for instance, sure. like there's nothing that's that terrible. Uh-huh. Um, Crude even have some cool stuff going on. Yeah, um, yeah just I've played Death Guard. I liked it. I I was kind of upset like okay like they're on three defense dice like everybody else They're slower because they're supposed to be more resilient. Mm -hmm. Yes. They have disgustingly resilient, but that's an RNG thing, right? Um, They don't become injured which is pretty big uh, for them, but that four movement like it just I don't know It it feels like they got punished more than they got rewarded death guard Um, Mm -hmm. their gunner options aren't that great and the um, They didn't get any of their like the um, plague sword for the leader Mm-hmm. It's It essentially is a power weapon. It's 4-6 damage, but it doesn't get the lethal 5. Okay. And then in Death Guard fashion, they didn't even give it, like, Ceaseless to reroll 1s or something like that, you know? Right. Which I thought would have been, like, a good translation of how their Plague stuff worked in the past. Yeah. Um, but they didn't get any of that kind of stuff. So, um, they definitely are good. Um, some of their equipment is, like, tough. Like, the Plague Bell, the thing that allows them to move an extra circle that costs an AP. So, like if you're taking that you're putting it on a guy and then that guy is going to kind of be the slowest guy and you Mm -hmm. have to kind of keep them together to get that benefit. And maybe it helps you, you know, um, I think there was a tactic in the original kill team that allowed them to do, like, an extra move, but they couldn't charge or dash or whatever that turn. Mm-hmm. And then in the new version, Necrons have something its called, like, Ceaseless March or whatever it is where they can do that, where they are go from four to six, but they can only be used for a normal move and a charge, and you can't dash during that turn. I would love a tactic like that for Death Guard to help get yeah. them out onto the field quicker, mm-hmm. um, but they didn't get anything like that. So I think they're they are a good team. Disgusting resilient does make them tough. I would have... Been okay if they had an extra wound or two, so they weren't the same amount of wounds as all the other um, marines.
0: Marines. Yeah, but they have Uh, something like that. I mean, that's essentially the same.
1: I I know they do, but it's an it's an RNG thing. So like, I just I just they eliminated a lot of other RNG in the game, Mm -hmm. and then they they kept that one right. You know what I mean? Like, there's no RNG on weapon damage. There's no RNG on a lot of other stuff. Like, and then they kept the RNG there. But I mean, when you're rolling that many dice, you definitely get more of them so yeah
0: fair enough yeah yeah yeah, no i agree um i haven't played Drakari though i can't really talk to them um i'm pretty terrified of just the cabalite warriors though i think they're gonna have some crazy shooting yeah you have three melter weapons on the board essentially like oh because of the yeah the the pistol and the
1: yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. um they made uh yeah they they can definitely do good and the, the the splinter rifle right is that the heavy one is it the splinter or uh, the, the splinter cannon? Uh, splinter uh, cannon. The, that thing, that ones, thing has yeah. that thing has blast on it too, which is disgusting for the Jukari. And Not witches the are really coming, strong and uh, witches are really strong those, in melee yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. no Jukari. is definitely good. They have some cool tactics too. Their tactics revolve a lot more around the witches than they do the Cabalites. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have some. They I think Jukari have some of the most. Um, uh, the most uh weapon options as far as they oh. go like our um, uh sorry uh equipment options the ep points oh, right. they've yeah. got like a bun- all the different drugs for the witches and then they've got like different options for the weapons like you can make i think the splinter cannon uh relentless so you yeah. can re-roll everything That's right. uh they yeah they've got some really really good options in that in that regard
0: yeah okay so let's talk about uh what are we playing what are you playing what am i playing like, what, what's attracting you about teams at the moment, just in a super general kind of sense?
1: Yeah, so, like I said, I started out with Death Guard, and uh, I played a game of Drukhari. I played a game of Grey Knights, and I got completely blown off the board, but I did not understand how their <laughs> tactic worked right. or how yeah. it, terrain worked and all that stuff at the time. What I've been playing since, uh, I picked up Talons because I said the moment... I mean, I tried playing Custodes back in the first Command Point Invitational, and then I played them in Commanders, and I wanted to play them... More than that, I liked the idea of that, you know, super elite team. Uh, and then when I saw their data sheet come out, I was like, I'm going to be a Talons of the Emperor or talents of the Emperor main. Like, that's going to be my okay. main. I want to play Castodes. Sure. Now they, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that I, you know, I was playing them and some people, other people were playing around with them and we discovered some really, really strong stuff that they have. Uh, the demigods tactic that allows you to do one action out of activation, which essentially if you do the scouting phase three inch move, and then you do the Demigods six inch move, and then you do your regular activation and you do an eight inch charge, you essentially have a 17 to 18 inch charge Mm -hmm. turn one. Uh, which can be pretty punishing. Also, if you take a bunch of spears and you shoot twice, you have a bunch of guys shooting bolters with, I think they have P1 on them. So if you crit, they go to AP1 and you're hitting on twos. Uh, so there's a there's a lot of scary stuff that team can do with yeah. the Custodes. I think um, I would equate, I've been enjoying the Harlequins because the Harlequins feel like a kind of deeper... Version of that like you can do some really really cool stuff with the harlequins But you have mm-hmm. to kind of dance in and out with them. You have to it's a more elegant option So to speak okay. whereas like the custodes are kind of like a bull in a china shop like you're just brute forcing it
0: Yeah um, brute force versus um, Elegance. Yeah. Yeah. As you say. Yeah. Is finesse. Is kind That's of how I've been yeah course. finesse. There you, there you go
1: Um is is how I've been feeling about it. What have you been playing?
0: Um uh, so as i said i really haven't played in the last two weeks uh, i've been too busy at work and then i went to um somewhere over the weekend so i just hadn't haven't been able to play really uh okay. i kind of i've got my teams originally uh that i built like whilst i was waiting for the game to come out and i heard the the early reviews. so i've got five infiltrators as as like a marine team um which are going to become part of a full roster that i'm going to do which is going to basically be a Death Watch roster which is why I gave him Death Watch Arms. Um, I have Eldar, but man, I think Eldar... (laughs) I don't think they're the team to begin with. Um, I need to work on my... I need to work on the core of the game before I start getting funky with Eldar. They die very quickly. And yeah, they're um, a bit above my skill ceiling at the moment. So I'll come back to them once I've mastered something, you know, the core. Um, Yeah. I'm current oh and I'm currently building up a Heretic Astartes team because there is a tournament this weekend, uh at Bad Badmoon Cafe. Oh, we're at thirty players so far. I think we're gonna cap out at the full oh, yeah. 34, 36, whatever it is. Awesome. Um it's this Saturday. Uh and I've got to decide what team to take. Currently leaning towards either Heretic Astartes or Demons. Dunno. Okay. Dunno, we'll see. Those are both those are both good options. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I like Heretic Astartes because I believe that um, I just like playing kind of five, six Marines. That's a, It's super low, you know, cognitive load. It's just six dudes. And you know what, man? Three APL feels so good to play. Like, I really it like does. playing three APL. Um, everybody feels like they're making good choices. They're doing cool things. Um, you're not as limited to move shoot or move action, which is how I feel the others <clears> kind of play. Yeah. Um. So I really like that, but also I do think once we get towards you know once I break through my I'm a beginner and I'm a noob I don't know how to play the game phase, which is very much where I am at the moment. Let's be clear. Uh, I think in reality the I think model count's going to be big. I think really the ten plus models are where you're going to actually be like top tier competitive. I don't think. Uh, apart from custodians. We'll apart from Custodes, ignore them. Uh, they're a different <laughs> thing. I'm not talking about them. But I think that really, like that mixture of three Marines with eight Cultists is where you actually get competitive. I don't think once we're at uh, like the top tier five Marines is actually going to cut, cut the mustard, if you will. I don't know if that's the phrase. I, uh,
1: but. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know about cut the oh, mustard, course, but I'm fine course. with it. Cut the mustard. Um, I mean, on the other side, right? Like Death Guard, I feel like I hate the pox walkers, okay, they're so they're so useless. Uh-huh. They don't get they don't get any advantage from the from the the icon They don't get any advantage yeah. from the bell. So they're always moving at four. yeah You get to activate them twice at once, but they have um, a limit too on their their brainless So any of the actions on a normal point even if it, as tough as it is to get there with only two circle for a movement you then can't even use your last activation to activate the point because it costs you an extra AP to do any kind of mission actions. Uh So, like, the idea is you get them there turn one with a move dash, and then the next turn you just use both their APL to activate. But it's like, I don't need eight guys to do that. You know, like, that seems kind of, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of, like I said, Death Guard. I just feel like their options kind of got, they got kneecapped a little bit. Um, Sure yeah i uh i don't know i like the elite team thing. i i know what you're saying like that's what i was saying too about as far as once i know the game better i think i could take advantage of more models but at the time like it just feels way more efficient to use less models and have more activations um we'll see we'll see i know uh micro i mean you're gonna have him on next week so i don't want to talk too much to it but he's been playing uh gene sealers and that's a team with more more bodies and he has been having a heck of a time with it they can take some crazy grenades they have um some like uh ability that allows their really really good melee weapons to have relentless which is like super strong um i've only caught a little bit of a few of his games but he's been doing really well with them and that's um yeah uh like i said harlequins are really good Uh, like you said eldar i do think they're one of the teams along with uh, Admech that mm-hmm. weren't the greatest coming out of the coming out of the box. Well, hold I on. Think Admech... I
0: think Admc are really strong. What? I mean, they've got okay. They have some really really
1: cool weapons and yeah. some like good guys, but their tactics are their tactics are some of the worst. Like okay. they're supposed to be like their uh, canticles now, but yeah, then they yeah, also yeah. nerf. If you use it to shoot well, then your melee guys suck for that mm. turn. If you use it to melee well, then your shooting guys take a hit. It, you have to take. Infiltrators or one of your tactical ploys, because they only get two tactical ploys. Mm -hmm. One of your tactical ploys goes out the window, and the other one that's available for the leader is kind of garbage. And then they have a guy that you can spend four EP to get this really cool thing, a data tether that gives you an extra CP every turn. You can hide this guy, get an extra CP, but all you're using it on is tactical rerolls because all their tactics are, you know. Yeah, so it's like... And you already have a servo, like, the servo skulls are cool. They have cool elements, but I just don't think they're right there, but they're right. going to get their white dwarf. Yeah, know, they're getting soon, their so. thing,
0: I think, it's in 10 days. I think, like, the it 17th, would be in yeah. the 17th. It would be in people's yeah. hands then. So yep. well, it won't be relevant anymore how the current team plays, I assume. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, um, yeah it's uh, it's, poof. It's, it's 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 the games in an interesting state right now. Nobody knows the whole game still I don't think like in and out people are still figuring it out we're gonna get a new you know we're gonna get the white dwarves then we're gonna get a new box in what November or October whenever we get it. It's just um, a
0: three month window. Yeah, we don't yeah. know when. Yeah. So
1: whenever we get it, and they might introduce whatever the new kill zone is, might come with like its own kind of uh, new terrain feature, like the Scramble feature that was yeah. in Octarius, right? Or a, a new rule for like a vantage point or something like that, or a yeah, new yeah. generic tactic. Who knows? Um, it's in a way better place. Uh, I like it. Um, how have you felt? Uh, I mean, I guess I don't know. Were there any questions about factions or anything like that in the uh, the chat? I don't want to just skip over anything. Before
0: uh, let's jump into something. New. Have a look uh, at the chat. Something that I'm terrible at doing. Um, I find yeah. it a real struggle to talk to someone and read chat. Um, it's generally people agreeing that custodies are quite scary, Eldar kind of suck. Yeah. Um, and then we're discussing mustard. So yeah. It's oh, fair. there you go.
1: Yeah, I think – I don't know that Brotherhood of Demigods is the issue. I would say I could see them doing something kind of like – so how so how um, Chaos works, right, with your regular Chaos Marines, you get six guys because the leader is like a, a bonus guy added on, right? Nope. Or he's just part of it. Okay, it's three and three is what it is. Three and three? Yeah. Okay, so a lot of the other ones are like just like Marines are just five or whatever. And yep. so for Death Guard, what they did was – Uh, For Death Guard, what they did was the leader gets added on. So it's 2 and 2, but the leader gets added on, which makes it 5. I think they could do something like that for... And, I mean, I don't want to... I'm not... Who knows what's going to happen, right? But it's potential that they could do for Custodes, where if you take that team, it's one guy, but if you you can add a leader onto it, which would mean if you took just Custodes, it would go back down to 3, which would drop them down to 12 activations. So I don't know how good that would be, but... Um, I think it would make them a little less insane with three guys. If you still Mm -hmm. have like the good tactics and stuff, because double shooting with three guys is still really strong, but it's not as strong as double shooting with four guys. Uh, 12 activations is still not terrible, but it's not, um, because, right, I'm trying to think, like, Death Guard with three each and five guys is 15. So be at 12, so that'd be less than Death Guard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they got to do, but we'll, we'll probably <laughs> see some changes to Custodes at some point. I don't think they're, like, the end of it all. I'm playing them today with my Harlequins, and I have a game plan going in, but we're playing Escalating Hostilities, which means by turn three and turn four, I'm going to have to be getting close to them, mm-hmm. which is not something I want to do, um, and not how the Harlequins kind of play. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what I can do. I have a game plan. I think you just, this is one of those map and missions where I think it's not the greatest matchup for anybody playing them, but I have played them myself. I understand what's going on. I have a plan going in, uh, and we just got to see if it it works out. Part of it relies on, uh, you know, some initiative roles too. So, um, Mm -hmm. which not, not nearly as bad in the new version. Uh, I really like it. Um, it can still be very, um difficult to lose initiative because there can be a key point on the map where like you were hoping for something to happen and then you don't get it to happen or a guy who was on an engage order turn one that you really need to change to a conceal order uh Mm -hmm. stuff like that but uh yeah we'll see how it goes against them i don't think they're unstoppable beasts that everybody seems to think they are i think people just still haven't figured out the game enough to know how to play them and i do think that they are strong i do think that they are strong um and they just have so many options, right? Like, oh, I'm going to activate and do the mission while also brutalizing you with double shoot or fight and murder. And yeah, so.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think uh, I said it this last time. I, I suppose I'll say it again. I think anybody claiming to n- have figured the game out or have solved the meta or already know the top tier S tier teams is obviously retarded. Uh, we don't need to really listen to them um this is all kind of you know careful with that word you're going to get uh, your oh uh, yeah YouTube well channel. i don't i don't know time. how it
1: goes down in uh in britain i'm just saying uh careful there glass
0: come at me bro that's okay. a that's
1: a scary that's a scary word here i'm just saying uh, uh we
0: can go over to my political debate <laughs> channel if you want and uh, discuss use <laughs> of uh, that sort of thing
1: yeah yeah yeah. I'm just you know, I was worried about anything spicy in my background, but uh okay. Um <laughs> how have you felt about how have you felt about terrain over anything?
0: Like uh, do How like do you mean terrain the over, new over ter- anything?
1: Like uh, just whether competitive like okay asymmetrical symmetrical like mm-hmm. I just think symmetrical is like out the window I think you made a video about that yesterday, but like how have you felt because you've played a lot in person I've only played yeah. in person the other day setting up terrain felt like a nightmare Like it took me like a half an oh, hour okay. to feel
0: like we had a balanced board. What? uh, fair enough. Uh, why?
1: There was I mean because I'm worried about vantage points. I'm worried about it being asymmetrical I'm worried about Defender attacker like all this kind of stuff the amount of terrain where are people gonna put their barricades if I put a bear If I if I set it up this way and somebody puts a barricade that completely blocks that lane Uh Like is that a good way to be designing? Have you felt anything about that? Do you know what terrain they're gonna be using? uh, This weekend at your tournament is it gonna be all Octarius terrain or
0: no no no, so obviously Unlike uh, TTS or perhaps Warhammer World, every real-life tournament isn't going to use GW terrain, they're going to use third-party terrain, they're yeah, going to be using MDF terrain, or they're going to be using that kind of pre-painted stuff from gamemat.eu, which is what uh, is going to be used at Bad Moon Cafe, where I'm playing. I don't um, even know what
1: game dot game map oh, dot uh,
0: they're, they're a company that do like pre painted resin terrain. They're based okay. in
1: Are they a sponsor? E- Why are we giving them
0: uh you know time here? Ah, uh, you, because everybody <laughs> uses them, weirdly. Um okay. if they want zero stuff, that's fine. Oh fair enough. Uh, so a lot of people in the EU uh use them because they're very canny when it comes to handing out their terrain for free. And if you're running a tournament, they will probably give you some very cheap terrain, whereas normally it costs quite a lot to get pre-painted, you know? Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, because of that, they they get used quite a lot. Uh, Pre-painted resin
1: terrain. All right, I'll have to take a look at this. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, So, all of their terrain is generally quite big, quite blocky. Uh, But honestly, I really like how it interacts with the new keywords because the old version everything was what it was now you can say hey you know what i don't like the verticality that 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 not a vantage point you can't go on it boom problem solved or you can have not quite the right things you need and say okay well you know that is a vantage point that isn't uh you can say yeah actually (laughs) i realize this doesn't make sense but i'm making that huge tank container that's light because that's light Because, you know what, because I don't have access to the actual thing that I need. So I actually have really taken to that. It's odd because obviously I was starting to learn 40k and it's essentially the same system. You pick a piece of terrain and you say, this is now this. These are the keywords it holds. Um, And I I bounced off of terrain so hard in 40k. I find it very confusing. I don't like it. I'm scared of it. Um, I still don't fully understand it
1: if your models are in it it counts as one thing or if they're like behind it it counts as like another or stuff like that yeah 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 i think that's how it is in bolt action too when i played a game of bolt action with my buddy it like i was like okay so wait so now that my guys are in the forest it acts differently than when they were be like when they were behind the forest you couldn't shoot at them now that they're in the forest they're somehow revealed but yeah like, yeah. like they different... can shoot out yeah.
0: you can't shoot in or they can't shoot out they yeah 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 um, there's,
1: there's all kinds of it's like any game you got to learn it and figure yeah, it out yeah. And that's like i said i just learned that difference about heavy and light yep. terrain um yeah no i like that you can make anything whatever you want it to be um i know a big thing beer was talking about was like we got to look at you know that recommended board which we mm-hmm. have on tts which is pretty nice yep. see like kind of you know Cut it up into quadrants, see how many heavy there are, how many light there are, and then like kind of use that as a guideline. Yeah. Um but also like Octarius comes with, right? It comes with the four like stands and then the oil derrick, so that's five yep. pieces of heavy terrain. Yep. But knowing how heavy terrain works, I mean maybe is that too much heavy terrain? I don't know. And then like the light yeah. stuff too. They have the light barricades. You have your barricades, and then you have the light traversable, and then you have the the um Uh, what do you call it the like uh scramble terrain right yeah that's a lot of light terrain on a board too so things like domino field or things like the gray knight one where you can hide behind light terrain Mm -hmm. become like really strong so now all of a sudden like why even have vantage points if they're you know like i mean mind you i have to use that tactic to avoid the vantage point but it's like it's i think it's going to become it's it's for me obviously on tts i set up some of those boards too and like i don't know if they're perfect but they're just set up how they're set up so you click the button and they come out onto the board and they are what they are what i feel like i had analysis paralysis trying to set up boards in person to try to make them as balanced as possible but sure
0: yeah no i am i i get that i saw you trying to set up you know very briefly uh a table on tts (laughs) and it's it's a challenge in an odd way i think it's harder on tts than in person Um, just that difference of scale and understanding exactly what things are is a little bit less intuitive of course um but honestly as i've been making my boards in person it's very you know set it up symmetrically so it's fair and balanced, and it just move like one piece that's it okay there you go um now you guys may using the octarius terrain because that works well and that works for me
1: You guys played on that one where you had like two levels of vantage points too, didn't you? Uh,
0: yeah, on the live stream, yeah.
1: The live stream one? I didn't Did like that come that. into effect? I haven't had a chance no, I to I watch No, I don't like okay.
0: playing on mult I think there should be two levels. <laughs> I think there should be the, the ground floor and there should be the first floor. Um, yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, le- other people have suggested that what you could do to balance that out is just say that uh, anybody with Fly or a grappling hook, or flip belt, whatever, just cannot go on, you know, cannot use that ability to go to a higher level. A multiple Um, level. But it's like, well, why play with it then? You know?
1: Yeah. No, exactly. It's... I think the tough thing is that terrain isn't built for the way that it would be done. Cause so a vantage point only has to be two inches above, right? One circle. Mm-hmm. So you could do like one level at two inches and a second level at four inches. And then yes. you've still got multiple levels, right? And that so, four inch one isn't impossible for a normal person to get up. However, yeah. no terrain is designed that way. None. We'd have to design and 3d print our own terrain for that kind of multiple level stuff because yeah. all the GW stuff is like what, like three and then five inches That's or something right. like yeah, that. Yeah. And then, yeah. um, just yeah it it gets out of scale and really quick and then you know like that five inch one even a guy with three apl would struggle to get up that you know so um yeah And, and then getting down too right getting down that would cost you like all your movement to get down Yep. From something like that in a single turn too. So yeah, whereas the four yeah. yeah, the two and the four would potentially work, which is something we can mess around with on TTS. Because yeah, we do have the ability to scale things differently. But mm-hmm. for in-person tournaments, yeah, or just things in general, I think that'll be difficult. And it's just you add a whole other layer to the game when you add a second vantage point, yeah. right? Like uh,
0: Yeah. So I have play. I played on a map that had um one, two, three, so four levels total. Uh, so oh, there's the ground floor and then three up. And one of those big bits of building was in someone's deployment zone, not mine. And yeah. um, it was just, ugh, this is a bit, I mean, I get that as soon as he goes to engage, I can shoot him, but it was a bit like, oh, so you have four guys that are just a turret up there <laughs> raining down hell on me. And yeah, this yeah. was before we realized that heavy terrain was heavy terrain and, um, and the voltage point didn't counteract that. But equally, every single objective wasn't covered by heavy terrain. So I couldn't do anything. I got shot off the board by like turn two. I was like, ah, well, hmm, okay. And that Uh, was all in
1: his deployment zone?
0: uh, He managed to deploy on it, yes.
1: Okay, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's another thing too, right? If you want to add that kind of levels, I feel like you can't have it be in somebody, even if they're the defender, you can't have it be in their deployment zone multiple levels. Like you can have a single level one and then have like a multiple level one kind of close so you can start to move into it turn one. But I don't think you can allow people to be set up like that i mean that's just that's how the old game was too right like i remember one Mm -hmm. of my first competitive games i had a bunch of terrain on my side where i could set up my rail rifles and then i was playing uh played ones and they had nothing and they were just running across the board at me and it was like shooting fish in a barrel like it was you know it was it was just that that kind of setup would not work for a tournament
0: and it's the same kind of thing um but these are teething problems that we work out you know oh absolutely so it's fine it's fine Uh, there hasn't been a real tournament of the game yet and now we yeah. already know, don't do that. I think the other well, thing the, to uh... consider is what adds to the game. You know, every game, as a philosophy, should have the fewest amount of things possible. The less, the better, okay. always. And then you kind of strip something back to the absolute core, and then you add things onto it. But you stop adding once it stops adding value. And I think that once you are past one level of vantage point, you're not adding value. Okay. That's how I would Fair view enough. it um so i don't see much value in a second level of vantage point
1: other than adding frustration i guess right yeah sure yeah uh, like if you like to be frustrated
0: go for it yeah (laughs) yeah no but
1: that's what i'm saying is like you're you're really not getting like it it adds another tier but it just makes it another frustrating thing to deal with more than like a positive thing to the game yes that's what you're saying yeah
0: Yeah. yeah. um uh matteo Ask what do we think about the new Admet kill rules coming in White Dwarf. That's a good question. So obviously we don't know what the rules are. So we're not talking about that. Yeah. But how do we feel about rules that as far as we know. So obviously we don't know what they are. But yeah. it's the same number of pages as the Kilti Octarius guys. And we do believe that it is the full Admet rules coming in White yeah. Dwarf. What What is your hot take?
1: Uh, I'm excited for new rules to be added. Mm-hmm. Uh... I'm not a huge fan of them being added in White Dwarf. I understand GW's got to do what GW's got to do. And they have a magazine, and that's the best way to support mm-hmm. it is with content and get people to buy them. Mm-hmm. Um, we have seen in the past, like I've linked it before, they did a, a Warcry update when those new elves, I forget what they're called, the, like Lumineth, the yeah. guys, Lumineth, when they got added, they did a PDF, and it was for free on their website. It had all the models. It had everything. It had a new like campaign in it, all kinds of cool stuff. And they added it for free on the website and had a PDF. Um, I assume we'll get it in White Dwarf, and then a year from now or something like that, we'll have an annual that has all the White Dwarf stuff, all the extra stuff, the Octarius team, so you don't need to get the Octarius box to get them, all that kind of stuff packaged together, which, you know, from a business standpoint, like I understand, uh, it's frustrating from a player standpoint, because like they're trying to do all this stuff to stop people from uh, pirating stuff, right? Fair enough. Okay, I get it. You don't want your content pirated. Okay. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to have the whole conversation. They're working on stopping people from from doing stuff with their IP right? Okay. but then right. but then you're gonna introduce uh, a magazine where if I don't buy it the moment it comes out, I have no way of getting that content. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna have to go to the internet and find screenshots or pictures or you know some website's gonna have to add it to their yeah. information for me to have access to it or I'm gonna have to have a buddy who has it. whereas if you made it digital, I would buy it. I would throw three bucks, even if you charged for it, I would throw a few bucks at it. If I could have a permanent PDF that if there was an FAQ, you could update it to, cause it would be digitally on there. You wouldn't just have to do an FAQ. You could literally go in and change what the text says. Okay. Um, I think that would be a lot better, but I'm, I'm excited for a new team. We're, we're at the start of a game. Uh, I think it's going to mix things up again already. Right. Um, I feel like, how do you feel about the two bespoke teams that already exist in the Vet Guard and the Commandos? I really think they're cool. I think they have good options. I think the bespoke uh, secondaries aren't anything that's overpowered. Like, I think that they work fine uh, in mixing them in. Like, I don't think they give them an unfair advantage. And so I assume if the AdMech team has the same same way, that we'll be in a really good spot.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was more asking just kind of like about the delivery system um, of Okay, like, War. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because yeah. we don't know... We don't know what the rules are. It's possible that it will come out and it will suck. And everyone will yeah. say, oh, I'm just going to play Compendium Admet because these are so bad. We don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. White Dwarf, I was... When I first heard we were getting White Dwarf rules, I was negative. I didn't like it. Um, Why is that? Because I guess what we got last time was just the most half-assed rules possible, right? It was Cruton, Demons, and Sisters of Silence. Yeah, I mean, and they, they, were, were, just they like, were not great. What, what they were, were they? were not great. Um. Uh, so obviously, I agree with you, if we could get live digital rules, that would always be the best option, right? Yeah. Why would we not want that? Yeah, you'd still get a few people complaining, but those people are just going to pirate it any- anyway, so who cares? We can ignore them. There you go. Um, yeah. A digital delivery system is the best way to deliver it. That said, I also think that, you know what? This is way better. Like, for me personally, I engage with physical rules i do not like reading things off of a screen so i would also want it to be able to be gotten this way um and then you've got to ask well which would i rather have would i rather have a physical sheet of rules or you know let's assume it had to be exclusive to physical or digital i'd rather have it physical because i'm a realist and i know that people are going to pirate it so if i want it digital i can get it for free anyway yeah, like, I somebody's mean, to gonna type entire, it up and yeah. put it in a PDF It's gonna, or whatever it is. Yeah. Go, it's gonna be on Wahopedia within a month, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see we'll see. So
1: we'll see. Uh you know.
0: I can get it both yeah. ways. I'm I'm gonna buy it. Um oh, yeah, I mean
1: I'm I'm gonna go out and buy the White Dwarf too. The yeah. thing is, if they literally Told me I could spend the same amount of money no, that yeah. it costs for a white dwarf to buy the PDF, the PDF online. Yeah. I do that because yeah. I don't need ev- all Everything the other else. pages of that white dwarf yeah. are worthless mm. to me. I'm not going to read them. I'm not going to like some of the models might look cool or whatever pictures, but like I'm I don't need cut it. Cut them it's out worthless. and put them in yeah, a binder.
0: Put them into and your spiralized binder. There yep, you go. that's yeah. right. And then by the end of the year of after my twelve editions of white dwarf, I no, will have yeah. the annual that they're going to give to us. But I'm still going to buy the annual because they have like one extra page of rules, right? Yeah, yeah. Guaranteed. They'll
1: add a they'll add another team in the annual like exactly. they did with uh Sisters of Battle, right? That's right. Uh that's right. just to hook anybody who was not sold on the idea of an annual or who bought <laughs> somebody who bought every single Some box fool. and already has yeah, all the rules yeah. for all the bespoke teams, yeah. Exactly. No, uh yeah, I I that's it is what it is. White Dwarf, sure. I mean as as inconvenient as it feels, right? Cuz I think I'm going to have to go to like a Warhammer store too. Like, oh, I don't know okay. where else to get a white dwarf. Like, you can't just go into a grocery store and get no. it next to the that month's uh, no. issue of GQ or whatever the heck it is, you know? Like, it's not going to be there. You used to be
0: able to in England, you know?
1: Oh, I'm sure, because yeah. it's popular enough, and that's, cool. like, where they're from. You could maybe sure. get it at, like, a, at a corner shop or something like yeah. that. But, yeah, that's no, right. I don't think I've ever seen it, even in my local, maybe my local game store growing up had them on, like, a magazine rack or something sure. like that. But I don't Not think anybody, any of the yeah. stores that I currently go to have them. No, I don't think they get it. Um, mag- I mean, that's just old media, right? Like, it magazines is, yeah. are like... Unless... And that's why
0: magazines? I don't even know.
1: Yeah, and the only ones that are still surviving are like Time, GQ, like the big ones, right? The ones that people still yeah. sell subscriptions to... Anyone else would have, like, any other company would have canned White Dwarf, right? And they would have been like, "It's going White Not Dwarf GW. digital. It doesn't make sense to do it as a magazine."
0: Yeah. yeah. But what
1: they've decided to do instead Double is down. put valuable content yeah. in there. We're literally keeping White Dwarf alive. Like, yeah. it's because of it's because they put that content in there. They're going to see a spike in their September White Dwarf sales, yeah. and they're going to be like, "We're on track, boys. Yep. We're doing it. It's the, it's a great the magazine. It's a success." The but GW guys.
0: Are going to be sat there with the analytics team like, Oh wow, they love what we're yeah. doing. Let's keep doing it. And, and we're like, only no, five no or please That's don't. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? They got me because... I got a subscription to White Dwarf because of it. So... I feel yeah. disappointed in myself, but I need that Kill Team content, so I have to, right? How much uh, does a subscription save you money-wise? Oh, so if you... If you pay for the year you get two editions free. Issues free basically. Okay. So I think And those was... will be the
1: two editions that don't have kill team yeah, yeah, Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. So I kinda of, you know, I think we've all done the math. Let's assume that we get one box every three months, which will give us two teams in each three months, right? Yeah yeah. To give us every single faction's rules, they will then also have to put uh one like uh faction in each edition for the next year. So in a year's time Okay. By that math, we will have every single month we will get a new faction in a white dwarf, and then every yes. three months we'll get an additional two factions that month in the box. Okay, so fair enough. But that actually tracks numbers-wise, pretty much. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I'll probably just go out and buy it each one that if I want it, if I need it. You know, sense. like yes. even if the Eldar team is super good, I know I'm never gonna play Eldar. Although, I think Eldar will be getting a, a, an in-box one, because I think they're going to give them new models. Like, of all the teams that need yeah, new models. Yeah.
0: Well, we had that big leak, didn't we? So, it looks kind of like we might get Eldar getting new Aspect Warriors, um, we might get okay, I didn't Chaos see that. getting like, new Possessed models, um, and new Cultists models. Okay. Um, so, those two make sense. Uh, we we don't know what else, but, but those two seem solid. Now, by new cultists,
1: do you just mean Blackstone Fortress cultist reboxed?
0: I really hope not, <laughs> because uh, the thing the thing with those that team, right, is I know everybody's like, oh yeah, just buy this, and and that gives you your cultist team, but it doesn't because cultists cannot take a uh, grenade launcher, which is what one of the weapons is in that box.
1: So there you go. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Good
0: times. So good White times. War, we're conflicted. We're both going to buy it, but ultimately, that's purely for sentimentality reasons because we both know that as soon as it's released, someone is going to scan the pages. Yeah, yeah. And that's where we're going to read it from. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: also, like, you know, a month afterwards, there'll be an FAQ which changes the stuff that we physically have anyway, so it'll be like, you know... uh, Well, okay, so let's
0: talk about that, All right. Before we get on to our main subject of what are we enjoying playing and why, let's talk about that. So let's assume... That we are going to get balance patches so not a, i don't okay. mean an faq errata yeah, yeah i mean a balance patch how do you yeah. feel about that
1: i feel great about it i okay. think it needs to be done even um, though I it's think...
0: changing the rules that we have printed out because you know man. you I mean, know I'd that's what everyone we, yeah. is going to say they're going to oh, no. come out and say i can't believe why did i pay for this core rule why did i pay for this companion when you're just going to change the rules on me
1: yeah, and you know what they'd say otherwise? They'd this say otherwise if they didn't do it. It's unbalanced and they don't yeah. even care about it. There's no support. Why aren't yeah. they changing things? Like, it's nobody you're never going to make everybody happy. Um, bottom line, mm. I do think that is a another reason that, you know, shows just how important having a live digital rulebook would be, like some other games yeah. do. Um, and Maybe. I'd be happy to pay for it. You know what I mean? Or 100%. I'd even yeah. I'd be happy to pay whatever it was for their Warhammer app that they came out with that was like gonna have all the like if they wanted yeah. to do kill team on that You know, I'd, I'll pay a $5 monthly subscription or whatever to have it. I'm fine yeah. with that. I got no problem there Um I do like you said like having physical copies of things. It's kind of like the same way with you know Games nowadays, they're all on steam or whatever like if steam mm-hmm. goes down like there goes all my you know No oh, yeah. video game library or whatever it is, you know yeah. um, if you don't have it downloaded for uh offline play like you're just yeah, SOL yeah uh so stuff like that but at the same time for this game i like the i'd like the idea of it being digital i like the idea of patches um because i'd rather see the game thrive and see it be more balanced and if there's something they think they can do right like that's that's why games like league of legends dota any of these video games the popular like big esport games or you know competitive games Mm -hmm. they are difficult to balance And that's no different for Kill Team or Warhammer 40k or whatever it is. It's difficult to balance. And it's especially difficult to balance when you continue to add new things, right? Oh, we're going to throw in Blackstone Guard to the original Kill Team. Okay, we're going to, you know, which they did do some balance stuff to that, right? They took some wounds off those models. They made it so Gottfried couldn't do fixed bayonets, you know, things like that. Um, But, uh, you know, you, you look at it we need that we i i want them to continue to support the game They're gun they already have a roadmap for how they're going to add this stuff whether through white dwarf or through the new boxes um and i mean hopefully they've planned right they've in their mind they've planned all this and they think that those faction rules are going to be balanced in oh. whatever the, the game state is right you look at the missions you look at whatever um i hope that gw takes you know I don't um, – is it – was it this past weekend that the Warhammer World Tournament happened?
0: No, it's the next one. It's the 18th. Okay. Whatever that weekend is, yeah. That's going to be a big tell too, right? Like yeah. how do they run that
1: tournament? What do they do? Like will yeah. that be kind of a guideline? Are they going to come out with a pack for that that's like here's how we want you to play competitive? There's already
0: a pack. Yep.
1: Oh, there is? Yep. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. There you go. I got to get a link to that and go check it out. I yeah. didn't even know that the pack was already out. Uh, um, it basically
0: just says play the core mission like the oh, cri- okay. because All the right. critical mission pack is – is the is play the, play yeah, play. Yeah,
1: yeah 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 for sure yeah. um so you know like i want to see them continue to support it i want to see you know faqs to fix the things that are wrong in the book which is still mind blowing to me that they can have so many simple things wrong i don't know who passed through this yeah, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> they did a bad job i heard they potentially already got canned so who knows that was a loose um, tooth
0: comb, yeah
1: yeah so uh i would like to see them do balance patches. If something seems like it's too strong, I'd rather have them deal with it and potentially, you know, at the risk of completely nerf nerf batting that team, right? Like, and making them irrelevant. But then, okay, but then they can come along and do another tweak later, you know, whatever it is. Um, And since it's kill team and it's a little bit smaller teams, and like you said, like, we were talking about, like, you know, to play uh, Custodian Guard, you just need to buy a single box of models. Like, maybe you won't feel as bad if that team gets a little bit nerfed, right? Sure. um because you just it's just one box of models it's not $2000 worth of a you know army or whatever so no
0: yeah okay right i was about to jump in and say what the hell are you talking about um yeah, because yeah. have uh, you yeah. met nerds online like they <laughs> are going to rage so hard if they nerf their faction but no compared to 40k you're exactly right like yeah, yeah it's a very good point similar to so their current competitive game is warhammer underworlds right which they do i believe do balance patches yeah. on and they they not have aware a of that, ban list I, yeah they have a ban okay. list for cards they say yep okay we put this out Our bad we we you cannot use it okay, in a competitive play like magic
1: the gathering or yeah. something like that yeah, yeah Which, exactly okay, yeah, like yeah. that yeah okay. so
0: we can assume we will get something similar we don't know to what level i assume you know the general philosophy is you should change things as little as possible to balance the game right now yeah. does that mean they will say custodies cannot use uh brotherhood of demigods or will they say all custodians are two less wounds right what are they going to consider is less of an effect hard to say um yeah how are you on, on that note kind of how are you finding flamers in the game
1: I have not used one. Okay. Uh, the only ones that I've seen used are. Bearnid's been using the uh, acid Maw upgrade on oh, okay, uh, yeah, that's fair, right, that's which fair. is an effective flamer. Yeah. And then I guess flamer-esque. Uh, I played against somebody with scouts, and the shotguns are really good, dude. Hitting on twos and they're four-four damage. Flat. Are they? So... Are they torrent? Uh no, so they don't have the torrent, but they're like flamer-esque and oh, fact you that just moved the range. They're six pistols. inches and six inches, and they're two uh, two ups to hit instead of their okay. normal three ups for scouts oh, and stuff right. like that. Like oh, okay. yeah, yeah, they don't have torrent, but okay. they're they're effective. Um, yeah, torrent. I feel like things like torrent and blast are really more effective in the in the first turn. Or if somebody, like, makes a mistake and okay. leaves models together, I think stuff spreads out a little bit more. Like, one okay. of the things I've seen somebody do, like, with grenades that have blasts, is, like, you do your scout is, like, a three-inch move, and then you do a six-inch move, and then a dash to get within range, and then lob a grenade at Ooh. somebody's little bubble that they set up in, yeah. in deployment. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I haven't seen flamers played at okay. all. Uh, like, an actual legit flamer. Like, Acid Bomb yeah. is kind of a flamer. Does Acid Bomb even have torrent? I don't know.
0: Uh, um, I don't f- I feel like it might do. I have my book right here. Yeah. but I'm not sure if it does. No, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really make you yeah. shake either way, does it? But, yeah. Um, I have yet to find much good going on with flamers. Um, yeah. don't get me wrong. There are there are weapons that are good that are the six-inch range. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asimor has Splash 1. Okay. There so you that's, go. that's something. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of something. Um... I, I do, having said that, actually, sorry, I have had lots of luck with plasma pistols. Anything plasma is oh, yeah. good, even at six-inch range, right? Like, yeah, you, oh, no, you one-shot people. And oh, yeah. I found that the six-inch range doesn't really kind of matter, to be honest with you. Yeah.
1: Well, it looks like you're going to get some Flamer talk next week. Micro mentioned Apparently, he's got I some feelings that.
0: on Flamer, so... Well, good.
1: Uh... Yeah, no, I just I haven't played around with them enough. You look at them like I understand where their value lies um, But I just I because I mean against low wound things right like if you if you're going up against like, you know guardsman or Jukari or something like Mm. that that's gonna be um, You know, like I said maybe bunched up early and you have a guy who can run in and do that, a hit for hit on 2s, 2-2 two, two damage, right, you're going to at least injure a few guys. Yeah. Maybe not kill anything, but it'll do a significant amount of damage. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't had a chance to play with it. Like, the golden rule that a lot of people are talking about right now with this version is, if it was good in last version, it's probably not as great this version. And if it was bad last version, it's probably better this version. That Obviously, there are problem. outliers. Yeah, there yeah. are outliers like Plasma, as you mentioned, yeah, which yeah. is still strong, um, going it, strong, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. but... Yeah, in general like they've they've played around with things yeah. in the way that flamers which were like the end all be all last version, like super strong, well also don't hits, have the but... yeah. yeah. Yeah, so
0: Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Uh quickly answer some chat there. Um uh, Will we talk about that yet? No not yet. Uh so what is our favorite things in the new game? That's a huge question. Let's answer oh, it, that it. Why not? we can mention Flames again, Michael no problem. Uh please <laughs> I will I will get some games in with them so that I can talk about them uh, a little bit more effectively because <laughs> right now I can't. But I am playing a tournament this weekend, so I should
1: yeah, get just run a bit. All Flamers. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they uh, were really good for you last yeah. edition, right? Your Grey Knights?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, they were top notch. <laughs> well, yeah, we could talk about great Um
1: Yeah, their gunner options are garbage. Yeah, uh,
0: I'm like really bad. I mean, I haven't actually done the maths, but purely from a, I like to maximize my CP spending. I wanted that stormbolter in that. Like, yeah,
1: no, yeah, I'd rather have a relentless stormbolter yeah. and relentless falchions over anything. Thankfully, I
0: didn't magnetize
1: my models, but they made falchions the best way to go. So, I'm.
0: I'm undecided on Falchins versus just a power weapon, uh force weapon. I think yeah, yeah, I force, think there's play yeah. there. Um but yeah, force I don't know why to I, use, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna be taking a stave or a uh thunder hammer again. So it's fine. yeah, great for me. Yeah. Or a gunner, uh, obviously. Yeah, yeah,
1: before we get too uh, I don't wanna I don't wanna pull you off topic, but you were saying so favorite thing. What's your favorite thing?
0: I asked you. So yeah. Oh you're asking me, alright, yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah. go. Um okay, I can go first. I
1: would but... I would say um, just in general, I feel that the game is a lot richer and deeper tactic, tactically. Um, just in the in the back and forth uh, activations uh, yeah. feel of it, right? And the conceal and engage, like just that whole general redesign of how the game plays out, like. And I think the game gets deeper. Like turn one, everybody's set out. You know where all the models are. You know what their orders are. Okay, cool turn two and on oh man people are changing orders as they activate models people are activating models in different order kind of thing like maybe you expect him to activate this guy but then all of a sudden he's got some play with this guy you know like that was concealed last turn stuff like that i really really love that that's that's got to be my favorite part of the new edition is like is it's not just, okay, we're starting off. We both use a veteran move. We both do this. Okay, I'm going to up and add them. Like, you, it's not the yeah. same expected stuff. It is Every game has been really different. Even playing my own team, the way that I've had to play them or move them around the board or think about my moves has been different. Like It's not sure. just a set game plan.
0: Sure. Yeah, I think um, so something that uh, one of my one of my boys in Discord said, and I just instantly agreed with, so I'm going to say I said it really, is that (laughs) um, they've designed a game that is better to play than to think about, which is a huge departure for 40k, where I think a lot of people interact with the game purely theoretically. And I think something that a lot of people online have naturally bounced off of this, because it is a streamlined game in the sense that there is less to think about before you're on the board. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, very deliberately so, so that was their intention. But I think a lot of people don't play games workshop games. I think most people online, not most, I think a lot of people online that are very vocal don't actually play the game. Like, (laughs) okay, this is such an outlier, but it's an amusing story anyway. Some guy in the Facebook Kill Team Discord, once the new thing got released, uh, I think Mm -hmm. a week before, like when the first uh, pre-release editions were being reviewed, Uh, like, did a picture of his, uh, first edition Kill Team starter set, uh, you know, with the uh, Sector Imperialis Range and said, wow, I didn't even get a chance to play Kill Team, and now they release a new one? It was, it was... You think it's (laughs) satire, right? Like, he's knocking it out of the park with that satire, but he was deadly serious. He was was dead
1: serious and it'd just been sitting there for forever. It's been three years. Yeah, Yeah. so
0: anyway, so I I think that's quite emblematic of uh, how a lot of people engage with Games Workshop games. And, yeah, he didn't get his value out of the models, but I'm sure he thought about that game a lot, just like a lot of people think about 40K a lot. I think it's hard to make a game of thinking about this new kill team you can do it there's stuff to think about but i think you know when you're playing 40k um your plan survives contact with the enemy you're playing on objectives and your opponent might have the firepower to take you off of them or they might not and that's kind of what you're there to see but i think very much because In Kill Team, you've got the alternate activations, you've got the constant back and forth, you've got that genuine tactical gameplay of has that model moved there? Okay, have they positioned correctly? Did they have enough move that I can flank them? Because flanking is a Mm -hmm. huge thing now. I think that in Kill Team, you know, your plan doesn't survive contact with the enemy. And I think that's way more fun. And that's the best way to phrase that. Um, So yeah, that was just me hammering home your point there. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, so on that note, like you were talking about Big Hammer, like uh, Warhammer 40k. Bearned told me, too, like a lot of the top players, they don't even they don't so much even play like full practice games. They play like a turn one, like and that's it. Like they just like because like you said, they have a plan and it's all stuff they've done off the board. Math Hammer, whatever they set up and they like have like an opening play kind of thing. They play like one or two turns. They don't play a full game. That's another thing about this edition. You could be down like six points turn two and you could bring it back. You can bring it back hard. In the old version, it would feel like you were just gone and done and out. Uh, and A lot of people would concede. There are games where I've been ahead, and then it's only been like a point difference in the end. Um, You really got to play the mission in this one. Uh, But yeah, no, to to the point that we were making about like – uh, one thing, a note on that. How do you feel about list building in this? Because I know some people are like, I think it's one of those things where people are like, oh, like list building. Because that's a big part of the playing the game outside of the game is yep. list building, right? And people are like, oh man, they took away my list building. Like, oh, it's just these fire teams. It's so yep. generic now. But so many people barely list built. So many people just played what the team was. Like, okay. Drukari, i'm gonna take one kind of thing and then i'm gonna take a bunch of mandrakes with it i'm mm-hmm. gonna take you know like or you know and the clavex or whatever um uh, tau it's i know there were people who were playing crisis fuck crisis um but you know it's a lot of drones right like um, yeah. okay i'm doing this uh if you're ad you know not everybody went plasma spam there were some other models you tossed in there but like you know um marines too like i think marines had the most options and i think that's where a lot of the yeah. people are upset about is just that marines got cut down a little bit um obviously you have the tactical marine options and you have the death watch options which yeah. open up a lot more of that stuff but um how do you feel about list building because i think that is something that people are kind of upset about but in the, the reality of it to me is that there is still list building available but also that I, I don't necessarily, they took, I don't think they took something from us. Like, I think the fire team thing adds more value than it actually detracts from the gameplay, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, so quickly, just to say, chat there, um, Equus Moore says, in their 2017 Big Community Survey results said only 30% of people who have bought models have played a game. So, there you go. When we're, that's let's assume that's true. That sounds super, lo- like, that sounds lower than I would have guessed. Yeah. Like that's no wonder, insane. No,
1: no wonder they don't care about fixing the rules. They know seventy yes, percent of their cash cow don't even play the
0: game. That's insane, <laughs> isn't it? It's ap- oh my anyway. Gosh. Whatever. let that ignore. That's an entire video on its own um, of us crying about. Fixing. Can we get a link to those stats? Where <laughs> is that? I, wanna, I, I would like to see that. Yeah. I would
1: like to know how many people were actually interviewed. Like, what the? That's that is bonkers. They probably only
0: bonkers. interviewed the actual dev team. I guess you know. <laughs> um. Yeah, so anyway, uh sorry, I I got completely sidetracked. Uh you asked me a question and I forgot what it was. Um, about
1: because I think list building was a big part of List building, uh, yeah. Like yeah,
0: yeah. Oh man. Um Okay, let's think about this. So, first things first, space marines. Yeah. They lost a huge amount. Yeah. Obviously. And I think that's the biggest one. Um mm-hmm. But and I'm gonna throw this out there to show how biased I am, I didn't like space readings in the old edition because it was too complicated. Maybe not yeah. complicated, but there were so many options and there were too so many. many traps and really when I looked at the top tier, everyone said, Oh yeah, just take Vanguard Vets. Yeah. That was it, that was it. And even that's what their building went down to. That was it.
1: Yeah, reading that stat line for Vanguard Vets was also like uh, that was like, insane. like you were doing a terrible. test. Yeah, like yeah, you were yeah. taking a test like, if this then that, if that then this, yep. If remove yep. this sword and add a pistol, really remove bad. that pistol and add really a bad. sword. Like it was yeah. absolutely bonkers.
0: Um, so, with that, in, but forget about that, forget about the top tier, that's boring, right? Let's look at the people that were playing, playing the game, apparently nobody was. Um, let's look at the people that, you know, were just there for fun. Yeah, okay, you had a lot of bad options. But you could take them and you could make that narrative fluffy list and you cannot do that now and that's true so we will give them that you cannot mix in your reaver and your intercessor sergeant and your blade God vet whatever right
1: so Hold on, timeout. You say narrative and fluffy, but uh-huh. the reality is if I'm a if I'm a chapter chapter captain or whatever it is, because I'm bad at lore, sure and I'm gonna yeah. I go, okay, what's best for this? Oh, I'm gonna send a team of Reavers because they're best for the job. I'm oh, not no. gonna go, hey Tim the Reaver, hey oh, right, Jerry right, right, the tactical right, right, right. marine, hey Steve the heavy intercessor, why don't you sure. guys meet up in the lunchroom, drop down in a pod, and take care of business? Like that's yes. just not how it would go. So, either, right. So I understand people liked having their like yeah. you know dirty dozen but that isn't yeah. really that lore effective either
0: no but i don't think people care i think fair people no, wanted to no. make fair their no. models
1: Fair enough. and yeah, a yeah. lot
0: of people will cite that like a lot of people didn't like that elites was an expansion they wanted yeah. kill to be my guys and they hated commanders because that wasn't their guy right yeah so i think a lot of these people that don't like something might like, might not like something for lots of different reasons, but because they all ultimately don't like something, you end up as someone that likes something, defending about fifty different attacks, <laughs> and it's like, it's like, I can't yeah. fight you all, but you're all wrong, just to be clear, but for completely different reasons. And so when I block yeah. one of your attacks, I don't know why I'm saying block your attack. <laughs> what I block, parry, you gotta use, yeah. you gotta use the new lingo. Glass. When I parry is... one of your successfully retained strikes, uh, yeah then you know then the other guy comes in and says well i don't care about that because blah 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 and we end up in a in a losing fight because there are more people online that like to complain than um oh, yeah. you know like things uh, but That's as we easy. just found out those aren't people that play the game so yeah yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. no sorry right i was i keep getting sidetracked um how do i actually think about the new list building space marines lost things um are, as a result i now like space marines um, because as I told you, my first team infiltrators, my yeah. second team, I'm super hyped about making myself a death watch roster. Um, I think death watch still have great, uh, weapon options. Um, and they're going to be like, I'm not, I haven't quite done, thought it out yet, but they're going to be like a 10 man squad. So I have lots of options Then I'm going to have some infiltrators and then I'm going to have some, uh, Reavers and that's going to be it. That's going to be my 20 man yeah. roster. So I'm okay. really excited for that. And that's not something I, I never had a Marine team in the last kill team. I never yeah. wanted to look at 40K Marines. I always thought they were bland and boring. Now, sir, I'm the brand new owner of a Space Marine Codex and a Death Watch Codex uh, for 40K. So that's go. money in the bank for GW. Sir. Yeah. Uh, and all because Cha-ching. they changed the way that they decided to yeah. approach list building. But let's ignore marines for a moment because they are very unique because they have, they have like 10 different data sheets already, which is insane. Yeah, and I don't follows, like, to be clear, like I don't follows, like that. Yeah.
1: yeah, that follows Kill Team 1 it does, design. Yes. Give them as much as possible.
0: <laughs> but if you're then looking at something else, for example, let's take um, Heretic Astartes, because they have essentially, th- they, no, they have literally three ways to build them. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. That's not particularly complicated. I can totally see how some people are, like, sad that they've lost their Berserkers from the last edition, right? And Because the Berserkers used to be the only thing that was good. Yeah, And I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, I can't run my Berserkers now, and I had gotten used to them, and that was how they worked. But it's like, yeah, but your, your six-man team's actually kind of good now.
1: Like, oh, really good, yeah.
0: I mean, play them, and, and hey, if you want to run three of them, who are going to be absolute beatstick melee or ranged, you know, hedge brick houses, then you can also take eight cultists who are going to be really good at playing that objective, even though, yes, they will die to a stiff glare from across the room. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm conflicted about this building, but ultimately I prefer it. And for whatever reason, I keep trying to make up excuses for those that don't like it even though that's not really my job um yeah i guess in reality though the big thing is going to become what happens once we have all of our teams for example although yes commandos and veteran guardsmen have much more complicated data sheets commandos you're probably just taking the 10 guys right Maybe you'll swap out uh, a few for the boys if you want to play around with things. But I don't don't know about that squig. The The squig and the grunt do not seem good to me. No,
1: fair enough. I don't know if you're counting those in the boys. Um
0: I I hadn't really, but like I'm not saying there are no options. Oh yeah. But, you know, I don't it's not like I've got ten guys, but I might swap them for another ten guys and then intermesh those two teams, right? It's like you have your core of eight guys And maybe Mm -hmm. you'll swap two. Yeah. And I don't see anybody playing them any other way, you know? Yeah, Um, 100%. I think there's a bit more play with the Krieg, obviously, just because you do have a few more specialists. um, And right now, we don't really know what's actually the best loadout for them. And are we going to end up in a similar situation with everybody? Is everybody going to end up where you have two realistic ways of running your team you either take oh, like, this you know 10 specialists or you take these eight specialists and these two regulars you know yeah I like know.
1: you're saying at some point once all the bespoke teams are yeah. out like if somebody's playing jukari do you know exactly what they're taking like sure. kind of deal yeah, okay i yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, don't know yet. i mean
1: that would be know. that would be a little bit more upsetting i yeah. don't know if that'll be the case we don't we also don't know like will these bespoke teams still have options from the core, like the compendium team, or will they be mm. 100% separate? We don't really know how they're gonna upgrade. Like, are they just gonna, are they gonna take the compendium ad mech and then add more stuff to it? Or are they gonna have it be sure. like 100%, bespo- which we'll find out on the 17th, right? 10 that's days, right. that's like our new countdown. Um, for finding that out. That's where we
0: can kind of start drawing conclusions. At the moment, uh, we're yeah. kind of, it's, it's a total guess in the dark, but once we get that third data point, we can start yeah. kind of guessing like, okay, this is probably how all the teams are going to be. Yeah. You know, until we get expansions, because there will be expansions.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, yeah, the rumors I've heard is like, we're going to get everything back, you know? So who knows? I'd assume so, how tr- yeah. How true that is and, you know, what that could mean. Like, um, I do think, I hope we see things like, you know, the the Rogue Trader teams too. Like, sure. those teams are like, rot for like bespoke did you think about that the rogue trader team the the star striders or whatever like they've got a, the a chick with a sword they've got a comms person they've got a medic person they've got a captain person they've got like they've got a dog running around like that's like a bomb squig kind of thing you know like they're they're 100 percent built for a bespoke team so i hope that you know they get one as well things like that i think that'd be really cool um be another white dwarf imagine having to buy the rogue trader box or buy the compendium to play that team and then now in the new edition have to buy a white dwarf to learn that <laughs> team. ah it's really
0: it's just had difficult to go everywhere yeah i mean i don't want to go keep on going back to the no no no, white no, no, no dwarf sure. i'm just but yeah, yeah I was just yeah. thinking
1: of it in my head just like the you know bouncing around like that no um, i agree i agree yeah yeah i mean well we'll see how it goes like i said we got to wait for the admech thing to come out and i think there's always going to be people who are mad um but i think everybody so far that i have talked to that i've played with um even like you know after trouncing some of my buddies in person the other night like mm-hmm. they had both kind of come back around they were done with kill team they were done with kill team one of them had moved on to legion one of them had moved on to 40k nice. they were like i'm done with this
0: yeah
1: new one was coming out I played a few games of it and like after my first or second game i was still like oh i don't know and then i played like my third my fourth my fifth game and i was like oh man i love this like i'm okay. really all in right and that's yeah. kind of i think uh the same way that bearded was as well because mm-hmm. he was like you know he was like i ain't doing this all day <laughs> and now he's got content coming out again you know yeah, like yeah. he's he's into it um and so these guys were the same way and then i went and trounced them and they were like oh <laughs> i don't know about this and i was like no 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 like these were learning moments these are yeah, learning sure. moments so you're learning yeah. here you're figuring it out I, it's it's a lot deeper. It's a lot richer. I love it. Everybody I know who's had issues once they've played it has kind of started to come around. Um, if you're one of those people sitting here watching this who's like on the Facebook or on the Reddit and is like, I'm just gonna continue to play Kill Team One. Give the game a chance. If you already have the models, yeah. the rules are out there. The rules were out there before the release even. You they know, were, like, yeah, give yeah. it a chance. Give it a yeah. shot. Um, it's it's really good. And yeah, I mean, you know, people are worried about these bespoke teams. Worried about the white dwarf. Just play what you enjoy. Play what you're having fun with don't mm-hmm. worry about the i don't think anything is super meta slave um you know like warhammer 40k where it's like you have to get it right like i don't expect this ad mech thing to come out and be like the new hotness and everybody's gonna be like i gotta run ad mech like i just don't see that happening i think it'll help them be more mm. competitive and that's a hope um mm. but i mean you think they're really strong right now to begin with right um, they seem
0: totally fine to me I mean, yeah. yeah, you know what? Let's talk about ourselves a little A little kill, t- um, kill team tier list. What do you... No, give me your top three factions from the compendium. Not Forget a tier list.
1: Okay. What do you think of the okay. top
0: three factions from the compendium, like, power-wise? Um, okay. And I'll give a different know, three, so...
1: I know Tatlins are up there. I know Talons yeah. are up there for sure. Yep. Um... I my personal just i'm having fun with them and i think they're strong is the harlequins
0: Mm -hmm. yep
1: um because i'm really enjoying that uh let me think so there were a few that like came out early on and people were like oh man these are the ones and like one of those was thousand suns
0: yeah i Um, saw a lot of people talking about them
1: yeah and i think Hmm. i think they're good i don't know that they're like really really top tier because there's really only like kind of one way to play them at the moment it feels like like it doesn't even feel like they're all they Marine have one team is all that strong yeah like yeah, you yeah. go the three marines and you you take the one gunner and you take the icon and you take yeah. the sorcerer and then you take a bunch of zangors which is good sure yeah. um but i don't think it's as interesting as some of the others um so talons harlequins oh what's my third team um It's tough because I think it depends so much on the pilot too, right? Like I wouldn't have said Gene Sealer Colts until I've seen what Micro's been doing with them, and then I'm like, maybe Gene Sealer Colts. Um, (laughs) And even originally, I really thought Chaos or Trader, you know, Trader Space Marines were really good. Yeah. Uh, Let me think. Third team. Third team.
0: You can just give two if you don't have a strong feeling. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot yeah, that are yeah. kind of, like,
1: tied up there. You know sure. what I mean? That's, like, uh, yeah, my yeah. experience. I would say elite teams definitely right now. And I haven't. Uh-huh. I really want to. i got to get the models built. I really want to play around with the commando team and with the vet guard team. Yes. The vet yeah. guard team, dude. Everybody's talking about the long last Everybody's talking about the plasma. Did you see the spotter profile? Uh-huh cuz he's got like he's got like a barrage that he can he send in yeah. and then for 2 AP so you boost him with a comms yeah. and then he can shoot with the barrage and then he can use his boost on so, the long yeah. blast or yeah. on the plasma and just mess stuff up from yeah. from far away and from sure. in concealment too cuz his barrage is like silent or whatever i think mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah like yeah, yeah. so There's some, I think there's play there and nobody, I think a few people played them when we first, cause those were the rules we got leaked first kind of thing. So people were messing around with them, but I have not seen anybody playing them like really sitting there and trying to figure it out. And like you said, that's a, that's a symptom of learning the game, right? Is there a, there are, they're a complicated team with all their different rules and they're a more body team with multiple activations and things. So, um, people haven't really gotten there yet. And I think people will. Um, so I think that they could be, they could be hot. And I know Birnit liked the commando team he played against them and said they have a lot of cool kind of sneaky, you know, stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of options. What are you feeling? What are your what are
0: your what's your high three? Okay, so I think this is Sue. So obviously I'm mainly talking about beginners because I think trying to say, oh, this team is going to be the best team. Mm -hmm. Once we all know how to play the game, because as you say right now, the best player is probably going to win. Because yeah. you're going to have just a huge difference, way more than you ever got in the last edition of Kill Team. Because now there isn't that um, base of knowledge for people to come out and say, this is how you play. This is how you get better. You yeah. can't fast track anyone to being better. We are all learning. And so people that are learning faster are going to become better, quicker, and they're going to leave others in, in their dust. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right now, I'm sure we could get, you know, a a top tier player to play anything and dominate anybody else playing anything, like genuinely, because tactics are always going to shine through. However, with that said, I think that for beginner teams, we need to be looking at, so you say Custodes? Yes, definitely. Harlequins, a little bit more finesse, Mm -hmm. easy to get shot off the board if you don't know what you're doing, but I think they're one of the teams that are indeed a top team, Um. And then i think we also have to look at gene stealers uh tyranids to be fair tyranids uh and we have to look at gray knights oh yeah
1: gray knights is a is a great starter faction because they
0: are the other two factions that have access to something that lets you not be um vantage point right you can literally stay hidden you force the enemy to come to you but you just sit there they have to do something
1: also, um, having relentless stormbolters and relentless falchions is like is a great <laughs> is a great learning learning uh yeah learning point. Three APL yeah. and you get to re-roll all of your dice. Have
0: definitely, fun. definitely. It. Yeah, um, yeah. Great consistent damage. Um, on a side note, I think you mentioned earlier that you're mainly looking at like health points of things. You know, I'm mainly looking at armor saves of things. Um, okay. For example, obviously this doesn't exist, but let's say I had the choice of going with um, a bunch of le- five wound cultists that had a two up save versus, yeah. you know, double that number of cultists with a five up save. and dub- But, you know, double the hit points. I'd go for the guys with the better save. Generally, I'm finding good yeah. saves are-, are beating. But anyway, that was completely aside and doesn't exist purely theoretical. Um, so I suppose if I had to pick a third team, it would then because this is kind of the whole point of this uh, thread starting, be Admec. I think they have such okay. good shooting. Like, I I have not had a plasma gun not get work done, even plasma pistols. And obviously, Admech get access to more of that. I would so say Necrons, because I think they have some of the best shooting in the game thanks to their immortals, but they are slow. If it wasn't yeah. for their slow... But obviously, that that's how they balance. If it wasn't for their slowness... I think they'd be an absolutely top tier team. But so they suck.
1: When you're yeah. talking about Admec in that fashion are you talking about taking one fire team rangers one fire team of the other guys and just doubling up on plasma and arc rifle or Uh probably yeah. Okay cuz so I agree right and that's what I was looking at I was like oh this is strong but you can only use the bonus canticle strategic ploy once right to make their shooting better once you can only do that you once need to. Well, yeah, no, they don't necessarily need to. The other thing is, if you get into combat, they don't really have much going on, right? Yeah, of course. Like, There's no rad thing or whatever on the Vanguard anymore. There's none of that kind of stuff. I I think they're cool, and I think you could shoot people, but that's what I hate is that if you go those two fire teams, you lose out on one of your tactical ploys because it's an infiltrator-only kind of thing. Your strategic ploys... So I don't really feel like you're playing and learning the game. You're just sitting there and trying to shoot with a bunch of guys. And then if they play... If they're playing Harlequins or if they're playing Gene Steelers or whatever, then you don't even get to shoot. You're just stuck there, standing there watching the board.
0: They have a pretty hard counter, but obviously that's because we're still talking about playing lists. We're not talking about playing rosters. And I think that you have to talk about playing rosters in this new edition way more than you had to in the last edition. I've said this before, but in the last edition, I had a take all comers list and I would swap out a gunner. That was it, pretty much. Like, that's how everybody ran their lists. Now... I need a roster, which I hate because I don't like hobby, but I need a 20-man list. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because you cannot swap out one model, you swap out five models, you swap out six models, you swap out eight, right? So I need, you need that full roster to actually yeah. play a real game. Yes, you yeah. can still swap a gunner, um, but generally, you're looking, you need a different tool for the job, I would assume, right? Yeah. I don't mean and like that's... you're swapping a melter for a flamer.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's what I was talking about, too, with list building, right? Is, like, people were so up in arms about it. But most people just ran the same list all the time anyway. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that list could be a little bit more creative, in essentially. But, Uh like as far as options go, you're still kind of at the same place. And then the thing is those same people who are complaining about list building being less options now were the same people that were mad that somebody took four, uh, four, uh, frag cannons or, right. you know, maxed yeah. out plasma or whatever. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. like you said, you can't make them happy. You block yeah. one thing, they come at you from the other side.
0: Yeah. Uh, you carry one thing, they strike from the other side. Sorry. Painsboro for us. Have you played Necrons? Have you seen Necrons played? I just very uh, t- briefly touched on them without realizing he asked a question about them. So, uh,
1: let me see. Let me see. Um... And he just asked, how
0: do you feel about Necrons?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't played them personally. Okay. I played against them and I've seen them played. Their yeah. shooting has done some damaging things. <laughs> uh, um, we had a guy on the server who plays them in uh, Warhammer 40K who's been playing them. Nice. He was really, really hot on them initially and then I think now that he's learned more about the game and he's seen how other factions play and he's seen the hard counters, like the gene stealers or the, yep. the Harlo- things like that. He's a little bit less hot on them. Yep. Um, I don't know. Cause I think like their, their melee options, like flayed ones are just not great. So you're really going to go more immortals, warriors, things like that. Maybe yeah. the, the snipers, um, it depends on the mission and the matchup, because there are mm-hmm. some missions and matchups that have just thrown him for a loop. There are other yeah. ones where, like I said, when people weren't as sure about playing the game and like, okay, like I saw him, you know, destroy some Harlequin player because the guy didn't use domino fields. And yes. then he used whatever that Tesla electric thing is that yeah, blasted yeah. and he like killed like three Harlequins <laughs> turn one or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. so that makes him look super strong. Yeah. But then as you learn to play the game and you realize like, okay, I'm not going to leave my guys exposed like that. Cause that's a, the Harlequin player had also lined up all of their guys on, on the very front of their deployment zone as if it was kill team one yes you know what i mean yeah. like which is just not can't do that this version and that's those punishing sure. moments that i talked about before where yeah. you are if you're learning the game you are going to feel like it is yes absolutely destructive to like you're you're yeah. gonna be like i can't play this this is you know you really gotta sink in and have those moments and Definitely. feel just absolutely destroyed to get better at this game i think so
0: no i completely agree and i think I'm kind of hoping... So, that's a beginner noob mistake, right? That's mm-hmm. people... That's someone not fully understanding the way terrain interacts with orders. Cool. We get it. They learn quickly or they leave the game, right? Then we get into the other stage, which is where this current Necron player is like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing here because now I have great shooting, but I can't shoot you. Like, what do I do? Um, And I'm kind of hoping... That we then get to the real phase where we fully understand how to counter things. Now I'm scared, because I kind of suspect, that that phase is all about the movement, right? It's about flanking. That's how you stop things. It's about the correct terrain placement and being able to flank things. However, Necrons can't flank things. And that's why I'm, yeah, because they're so slow... I think they kind of might not work possibly as a team. And it's, it really is the slowness that stops them. It's not their lack of melee skill. It's not their lack of shooting because they have great shooting. It's how slow they are and how they won't be able to adapt to a team, for example, like Gene Sealers, that can make themselves unable to be shot. And as you mentioned, their play ones are not as good as Gene Sealers. So if they yeah. come up against that hard counter of a team that can just stop them from being shot, they then do not have the melee to counter it that's my Yeah um they
1: do have the tactic that allows them to move or charge with three circle uh so you you can't do a dash in that turn but you only have two apl anyway mm-hmm. so like it's not like you could do a move dash shoot anyway so but if you play that tactic it does make them a little bit like if you see you're coming up against that thing i think turn one you got to be like okay i'm going up against these gene sealers or i'm going up against like uh, gray knights or something or domino fields whatever i gotta pop that cp tactic mm-hmm. and i gotta i gotta just expect that they're going to hide from me turn one so i gotta give myself three circle movement out of the gate turn one and potentially do it again turn two to get those flanks on sure. um so i think that the the uh, it does exist that they can naturally, yes, they are not as good at that movement and getting around somebody, um, but depends on what you're going to do, right? If you're if you're dead set on sitting there on your vantage point in your deployment zone playing security tactics or whatever, then yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's probably going to be tough. Um, but I think, and I mean, that comes with learning the game, right? I started off playing super aggressively, no matter what faction I was playing. And I got blown off the board with gray Knights. I got blown up pretty hard with my death guard. Like, um, you know, like even some of those games were close and I won some of them kind of thing, but I, I think starting off playing more aggressively is the best way to go and then you will learn from those mistakes. You will figure out the terrain and the board a lot better and what your models are capable of, push them to their limit, and then you can scale that back. That would be my best advice for people learning the game. Throw your models out there. You cannot be as attached to them as you were in Kill Team One. I have played my my two tournament games so far with the Harlequins. I've ended the match with two and three models, I think. So five and six of my models have been killed over the course of the game. But I've won both my games by like, I think three, three, two points in one of them and like three points in the other, like, because I went out, uh, I went out early, kept them hidden, but got, you know, mission, you really got to play the mission, um, and then just bounce them in and out and did little things and then in turns three and turn four got more engaged in combat, sure. uh, which some people don't like either, right? Like, oh, I brought my big gun, I want to shoot something with it. Okay, well, <laughs> It's not so much how this new version works. Like you might get a chance at a shot or two, but I've been been, uh, likening it to Arena, right? Uh, Arena turn one was a lot about setting up for the rest of the game, right? You were just moving models, getting them on objectives, opening doors, doing things like that. And that's kind of similar to this version where you're you're setting up on the board, you know where your enemy's at now. Now you have to move your models tactically to get them into positions that are gonna help you in later parts of the game. You gotta score those mission objectives, get those secondaries, get your models into a position to score your recon or score your security or drop your banner or whatever it is. And that's a lot more about what I think turn one and turn two are about more so than, hey, we're gonna, you know, come out guns blasting. And sure. you know, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. They're having a discussion in chat there about uh gene sealers. Uh so okay. Glowfu Equusmore already answered you. Uh they they uh once you're within two inches they can be shot because uh the concealer doesn't have an effect once you're that close. Um and Equismore then the so Gene Sealers can be shot. Unfortunately, the way he says that they should be shot is you lose a model to have them charge you and then you shoot them. So it's like okay. Uh yeah. <laughs> maybe we need to think about it a little bit more. Uh, but, okay. Uh, also,
1: speaking of combat, I mean, combat is deadly. Combat
0: I haven't figured is, that out yet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I know... There's a lot of... There's, so there's a lot of aspects of change that they made that are super cool. Mm-hmm. And I've already... And I'm trying not to do this thing where I go, they should have done this, right? Because I don't think I know well enough. Sure. But combat's one of those situations where, like, okay, we roll a bunch of dice. As the attacker, I get to put my first attack in. It kind of feels like me for how parry works that you should be able to decide to parry that when I use it as an attack rather than I use it as an attack it automatically goes through then you can use one of your dice to parry one of my other dice like it kind of seems odd to me like you know what I mean like I would think of The way that they wanted combat to feel more real, like if I'm going to attack, shouldn't you get a chance to parry, but that's not how it works. So it ends up becoming this really deadly thing where you want to talk about knowledge. You have to know how many wounds they have, what their combat, what their weapon does, how many attack dice they have. Like if you're throwing five dice at them and they're throwing three dice back at you, there's a good chance you're going to beat them in combat, especially if it's low damage. But like with the Harlequins, with eight wounds... If Ooh. I'm throwing five dice at them, and it's a marine and they're throwing five dice back at me And yeah. they're doing six damage per hit or whatever on a crit with a power weapon like yeah, yeah. I don't want to get in combat with that Oh, no. and it's especially if they're gonna run uh, only in depth as duty end
0: Yes,
1: because that's something that's kind of bonkers right now. You just become a, I mean, it's very lore invincible. Very lore yeah, accurate, yeah, yeah. but you become an invincible unstoppable killing machine that's if you right. still have an activation left Oh, you charged into me and fought well fuck you. I'm going to yeah. hit only in depth <laughs> as do the end and yeah. now I'm going to just going to attack you and you can try to parry as many of these as possible, but it's not going to matter like I'm chopping you up yeah. and I'm not dying.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, although to be fair as harlequins you just do the um the fullback thing. Running crit, fullback.
1: Yeah, I mean they're but, yeah, but they're always around. Uh,
0: yeah. Um don't know why I'm being so pedantic, I don't care. Um but yeah, yeah, like I I agree. I agree there are definitely positive and negatives, I think... I hadn't viewed it that way. I, I know a lot of people had originally thought, oh, so when they hit me, I then decide I parry. I parry, parry their yes. strike. I yeah. haven't really... F- I haven't thought... I'd never thought about it that way, I guess, because um, I was I was part of the squint team um, right from their first opening of the rulebook on their yeah. like, reveal stream, so I already knew how it worked. Um, mm-hmm. So I've always just known how it worked kind of uh but i don't know i'm okay with it i think if i had to criticize the melee in one way it would be Mm -hmm. i guess two things firstly it's too deadly right oh it's so it's it's it is nuts dude you really yeah i mean and that's why
1: i kind of love it as harlequins because like I said, I feel like I'm doing this dance where like I pop in, I take a few shots with my pistol, then I pop out. Yeah. Then the next turn I'll try to get into combat. They have that tactic like you said where they can hit and then fall back or they can do yeah. if you get a crit, you can crit and then hit with another attack. Like it's called deadly entrance or something like that. You can do a double attack right at the start to like pop some, but you really have to know that you are going to win in that combat. Yeah. Like sure. if you're not if you're not at least like 75% sure like on the math and the yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah your guy's just going to die and you're going to have wasted that charge and that model and just feel bad. For sure. Um,
0: For sure. Um, I think so somebody said it in there, um, Malachi Gallant. Uh, I feel like melee was supposed to be a complex web of parry slash attack and it seems like it's just now I hit you because there's no purpose in parrying. And that was kind of what I was going to say. I almost wish the the amount of damage (laughs) done in melee was much lower so that there was that back and forth of like, okay, I know That i need two fight actions to kill you and we both have five attacks let's get into it let's really do a back and forth right now it's very very quick to work out i will kill you in two normal hits what are you gonna Mm do right and i think that's because the damage is a little bit too high in melee i understand they want it to be deadly and it is but it's so deadly that it negates player choice a little bit however with that said i also think super cool you, you can't do this in reality but i think it would be much better if you put like 10 second death clock on on deciding how melee works like you can't oh, you can't sit there and say oh well i see now that if i parry that and then oh no that's not right and then you rethink it i think you should just say decide now no take backs go um yeah. and you have 10 seconds to figure this melee out i think that would yeah. make it much more engaging
1: the other, the other thing about that, like complicated web, like they said about parry and fight. So I think it would be cool if it's like, okay, you roll all your, because there are situations where like I have, you have like you only hit with two dice and I hit with five, yeah, so sure. I can parry initially, and then like it yeah, yeah, does yeah. work out that way, right? Like how it was meant to work, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the other thought would be like, okay, we each rolled five dice. Let's say I hit with four, you hit with three. We line them up how we want to use them, and then like if I chose parry and you chose attack, then those get canceled out. If you chose attack and mm-hmm. I chose attack, we both take damage. That would have been an interesting way to do it. However, okay. that would have been a lot more complicated yes. to like to figure out in the moment, right? So like, there's you already like more
0: uh, a hidden cool. aspect.
1: uh yeah, hidden or just cool. like again, As a like the. Right yeah as a concept but that and then like okay Let's we choose on. what it is yeah. and if we both chose all parries then nobody did any damage yeah, right sure. you know or yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it is but that would be a complicated moment to like yeah. figure that out and sort it out like yeah. i already feel like i'm waiting for somebody on etsy to make a better version of the tokens because like the you know the the um the conceal and the even engage kind of thing like i liked having my little dice that did everything in, oh, in yeah, the first sure. version of the game and okay. now like there's so many of these little cardboard tokens out on the board that yeah, is one yeah. nice thing about tts is i can just copy paste them and drop them and flip them and switch them into engage or conceal sure. whereas in person i'm like okay now i gotta find a conceal <laughs> one i want this guy one. to be concealed now yeah.
0: yeah yeah
1: um and so that's a that already adds a little bit of that. So if you did sure. that with combat, where it's like, okay, we have this like you know almost like uh, I would think like some kind of dice tray similar to um, battleship, uh, battleship, the like board game where there's yes. like a wall in between yeah, yeah, and yeah. we slot in each of our dice and attack or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. a parry and then we drop the wall and we see what happens. Like that would yeah. be awesome. That'd be really but fun. But that would also add that would add so much so You're much adding, like, extra 20 minutes the... per game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, that's kind of how i wanted it to work it's Mm -hmm. not how it works i think like you said the current combat is like yeah it can be extremely deadly right like some of the some of the stronger weapons do like six wounds or some of them do like seven Mm -hmm. and there are things that only have seven wounds so yeah Yeah. and but at the same time that's how that should feel right like just like you said if you point a plasma pistol at something that thing's gonna die if i come up with a power weapon i'm cut i'm slicing straight through the butt of your gun and If if you're
0: a custodian with your huge mm-hmm. guardian spear charging a regular human yeah on a yeah. six you should literally cut him in half cut him in half like, yeah yeah yeah, I mean, yeah that's what i want to happen yeah but yeah you're
1: right with like with a space marine and a space marine fighting each other like shouldn't my save have something to do with like your you know you do
0: i get it I, yeah i don't know i get it um it. It,
1: it is what it is we got the system we got and i yeah. think i think people are still figuring it out but again it, it comes down to yeah there are situations where you literally just don't want to charge a guy because even yes. if that's your most effective yeah, yeah, way of yeah. dealing damage, you would have to, you know, that model's gone to you, kind
0: of yes. thing. Yes. No, 100%. I mean, I, we, you know, in my livestream game um, where I was custodes against Harlequins, we very much did get into that situation because my leader had a Storm Shield. That is not something anybody wants to charge. Because when you're a Harlequin, you know that you're dead in two hits no matter what. And I was yeah. going to get two hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I just roll one six, I can parry half your attacks, right? Yeah. With the storm, it's like, yeah, yeah you can't charge me. Like, yeah, you just can't, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but cool. Awesome. Uh, did we... Okay, so let, let's let's wrap it up with actually uh, getting to the question that I was originally going to ask, I guess. All right. Um, so you said you've mentioned you're liking Harlequins the most at the moment? like uh, yeah i think i'm gonna buy some physical models oh my god Uh, what no yeah uh
1: i mean i'm i'm kind of so i'm kind of wary because one i can't really we're not doing in-person tournaments and stuff like that here yet in the states um Mm -hmm. you know i got together with some friends and played some games which was awesome uh i was hoping i'd have a friend who owned some Harlequins so i could just borrow them when we play together but nobody does Mm -hmm. uh I want to buy them. I want to build them. I want to play them. I like them. I like, again, the three APL. They actually, I think, have the highest APL of any team okay. um, available with eight models with three APL is is 24 APL. I don't think any other team can match that no matter what you right. put out there. Because um, even four custodes at four APL each is 16, right? So you're still mm. eight behind. Um, So I like the number of activations. Um, I like the infiltration and recon, right? Play a little bit differently. I know some people have been playing them like Killy and stuff, but I just like how they play like this, this troop that they're supposed to, where they're dancing in and out of things they have fly. So I can, there have been moments where I can pop a guy over a wall, shoot somebody, and then pop him back behind the wall to hide kind of thing and just keep him secure. Like, oh, I'm going to flip out, pop, 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 flip back, stay safe and like whittle away at you um they can move on to you know buildings and do like the recon activations they can move up the board and do the you know triangulate stuff um they can uh like heroes heroes advance or whatever it's called where they spend all three of their apl to teleport anywhere on the board in a lot of cases you think like oh man that's bad like why are you putting yourself in a in a position like why would you but okay i do that and then the next turn i use interloper or something like that right for one ap and Mm -hmm. i i take a guy off the board but that guy's gonna get shut off at some point anyway and i score two cp with him right and maybe i save that for turn three four so turn three you don't have as many guys on your backboard. i teleport in and then i spend one ap the next turn and if you have to keep models back there to like defend against that then they're not up the board messing with my guys in other ways um like i said three apl is a lot of fun they're an elite team but they're also eight models um they're only eight wounds like you said uh uh, the four up invuln's nice because ap doesn't necessarily mean you're 100 percent dead you're still looking for four ups um they have a tactic that makes it so you can reroll one of your defense dice for free if you, you have to have moved or charged or done something previously with that model. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff that makes Harlequins cool. I'm thinking about buying them, but I'm also worried, like, okay, if I buy them and build them now, and then in two months their new thing comes out in White Dwarf, yeah. and I've built these models, have I just wasted a bunch of money? Because, like, oh, the Bespoke team's going to be even cooler yeah. than the original team, and I'm going to not have them built properly for that? You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't think so because like you look at the bespoke teams, like I know people were able to turn their old orcs into the veteran team. I know, okay. you know, the, the veteran or the commandos team, the veteran guard, like you can take a regular Canadian guard yeah. and with, you know, with the, okay, you got a comms guy, you got a las guy, you got a, you know, whatever. You can yeah. make them into whatever you want to, you flap some binoculars on some guy's belt and he's a spotter, spotter. all of a sudden, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. So i'm not a hundred percent worried of that but i'm also mm-hmm. like a little bit wary of it of building yeah. anything physically especially if i'm not going to be playing with it uh yeah, at yeah. the moment like I, I might as well hold off sit you know keep that those those harlequin models will always be there um yeah, you yeah, know yeah. i can buy them later on so uh but yeah i'm really i'm really hot on harlequins right now i really like okay. them. um yeah That's...
0: yeah i think you know what i feel the same way about hobby um part of me At first was like right time to convert all of my old teams to the new edition rules let's see uh, what I need to do let's get it all done Um, but then I was like well hold on now I don't really want to have to hobby twice for one of these teams so as we know that every faction is getting their own custom team do I really want to build one faction and then have something else come out um, with all new models and have to redo it? No, yeah. that sounds horrible. Yeah. However, from the sounds of it, it might sound like what we're going to get is, you know, every three months we get two bespoke teams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can paint the, I can paint two teams in three months, just about. I can handle that. Oh, yeah. And then we we'll get can. an additional... Te- I, I struggle, but I can. Uh, <laughs> and then we we'll get an additional team every month, which from the sounds of it with AdMech, let's assume they will follow the same model, are going to then use existing models, and that's where it tripped me up, because now potentially I could build a faction, and all of those models would be relevant to this new White Dwarf faction, but maybe they won't. So I don't know. I, my original plan, I thought, I, I originally thought that every team was going to get bespoke models, in which case the hobby side was simple. I just don't do anything. I don't do yeah, anything. So the they give me when they the models. Come out. Done. Yeah, yeah. I was cool with that now not so much i don't know what they're gonna do yeah yeah i mean 10
1: days we gotta wait till the 17th and get yeah. that third data point like you said right and Indeed. figure out exactly because god i hope that they don't go like okay this is how this white dwarf one's gonna go and then the next one's like some completely Comple- off on yeah, another planet yeah. right yeah, yeah like hopefully they keep it kind of consistent uh with what they're gonna do but i imagine once we see what the ad thing is you can you can surmise from that third yeah. data point like you said uh what you're gonna be getting in the future. And I mean, there's only so many different ways to build the admec guys, right? Like, is it just gonna be like, is this bespoke team again? We don't know, like for admec, like, is it just gonna be a trans trans transarcubus or whatever it is, the rifle, the long rifle, trans arcubus, right? Is it just gonna be that? But in it's gonna have the same stat line and everything, but he'll have a special rule that allows him yep. to dash with it or something like that and yeah, shoot yeah, because yeah. he's a he's a cooler model, ver, you Latin, know. He's a named yeah, guy. Yeah, he's yeah. XQC500XB00102, <laughs> and he can yeah. move and shoot his trans archivist rifle. You yes. know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, that yeah. model's super cool and it seems yeah. relevant in this version, but it's also gigantic it's and terrible, you can't move yeah, it. Yeah. So you're gonna shoot it one yeah. turn, yeah. and then he's either gonna get blasted off the board because he can't move and hide, yep. or you know, and it's not even silent. So we can't shoot it from concealment. Like it's, yeah, you know, well, I, super cool model, but you're gonna lose him. 100%. No percent. <laughs> like you just
0: if yeah, he gets a not, shot he's... off, lucky. But he's dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly,
1: Definitely. exactly. So are they going to introduce a new version like of that yeah. guy? So it's going to be the same thing. Like, I don't have to worry about my hobbying. I just slot him into that point, and he's got some super cool stuff. Or like my plasma guy. They'll have a gunner version that has, like, some cool rule where, you know, he's got a electric eyeball that, you know, lets him reroll ones or something. Yeah. Like, we don't know what the difference is going to be.
0: Um, no, we don't know at models, all. So and like, and it see. could be that this is essentially the mixed team. So instead of having a potential ranger, vanguard, infiltrator, yeah, rustalker team, instead now you have a fixed ten-man roster or list, yeah, and it's it's all of them as special named specialists, and you just pick which one you want, yeah. Or are they now... going to give us their priests now? Are they going to give it?
1: So that was going to be my next question I don't think. So. I do don't you think, think
0: so. do you think they're going to
1: that some of these teams are going to get quote unquote elite options with their white Dwarf for their bespoke releases right like yeah, okay yeah. like cuz i mean the veteran guard didn't get a Bullgren i don't know yeah. if Krieg necessarily lore wise used bolgrins or anything like that i don't know how, understand how that works mm. um so like i don't know you yeah, know like either. the the vet guard don't have you know stormtroopers so to speak no. it's just a vet guard yeah. um so yeah i don't know i don't ex- Excuse me, sorry. I don't expect that they're gonna get priests, but I know some people are like chomping at the bit, hoping for that seventeenth release that they're gonna yeah. see their blue boys back in there, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, and which and that's a tough thing too, right? Okay, so let's say we do get elites in the future. Mm-hmm. Elites would be a compendium build off, right? Where like, yep. okay, this is the compendium team, now they're getting these elite options. Yep. So if you have your bespoke team, all of a sudden we'll well, does the bespoke the team get the elite options or that, no? Yeah, do that. they so so now oh, I'm so happy with my bespoke team. I'm happy with it. This is what I've been enjoying playing. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And then all of a sudden, elites come out, and you're like, well, now I have to go back to regular compendium.
0: No, no, no. They compendium.
1: If they do that Compendium at all, admech to use the priests. Like,
0: I can't play my white dwarf admech with the priests. You know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah, don't know how yeah. it's going to work out. If if that happens, it's going to be the compendium teams getting lost behind, let's be honest. Right? If they do give us the elite yeah. book, it's going to be yeah. the individual, like, the kill team specific guys that get, Elite, like that. I would hope so. Are the compendium teams getting left behind completely after this? Are they yeah. literally just the beginner faction or not? Who knows? Um, yeah, let's quickly answer chat and then we can um head off, call it a day. So, okay. I, I try not yeah. to go over two hours just because I don't know, I get tired, I guess. Uh, right, uh, I went out and bought a bunch of space marine scouts. Uh, for the day sheets drop because they look fun, sure, for sure. I'll probably buy new stuff when I realize what I've already got. Yeah, scouts, they're an interesting one. Um, yeah. Do you do you so I've generally thought that scouts look solid, I think. Uh, do you have any thoughts on scouts? Scouts are very
1: cool, but they are the same way that we were talking about Necrons or mm-hmm. you know, these other shooting teams, Mech. Yeah. Is the, the counter is that domino field harlequins or that Gene Steelers moving up the board because a lot of their best weapons are those silent snipers, the missile yeah. launcher, the heavy bolter, whatever, those are all heavy. So yes. you're not going to be able to move a lot with your two APL. You could yeah. move dash, but you're not going to shoot that turn. And then they're getting closer to you next turn to fight you in combat. And you're not super great in combat. So um, I think they have a place on a roster and on a certain board and matchup. You could use them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the thing too, right? Like we talk about these bespoke teams. When the Marine team comes out, is it just going to be a bunch of uh, vet – or not vet, what are they called? The, um, is it the uh, veterans? some?
0: Somebody- a Stern Guard, Stern guard, Stern
1: guard, or something like that, yeah. that have all these options. So, like, if you want to play scouts, is your only option to play the compendium team, or is it they're going to be like one scout model on the bespoke space marine team? Like, we don't know. So, going out, Marines are especially scary to be buying into right now, right? Because Harlequins, oh, at least I know, yeah. at least I know the bespoke team is going to have Harlequins, right? I'm going to be able to add mech. Yeah. I know it's going to have Vanguard in this. If you go out and you build like a tact Marine squad or you build a whatever, uh, the Bespoke team might not have those, right? So, yeah, yeah. Like, we is not com- Yeah, we don't know. Is
0: Death Watch complete right now? We also don't know if we're going to get uh, sub-factions, right? Uh, I think we can say we're getting sub-factions. If we can say anything, okay. I think we can say okay. we're getting sub-factions. I mean, uh, I know
1: there's that little spot down there yeah, on the yeah. keywords or whatever, but... I don't know this point with GW, right? Remember when there was the wolf cavalry in the first kill team like everybody's going like Oh, I saw Praetorians in the new book. They're in an image So I know we're gonna get them like yeah, well, There yeah. was a wolf cavalry in an image in the first kill that team book true. and that never made it to kill that team, you know true. I think yeah. they just take cool pictures of stuff and they slap it in there, right? We know that they're not great at editing their books So I imagine they that they throw really. in pictures that aren't relevant to their actual game. That is possible
0: I mean so far obviously all of the marine teams that we've seen in pictures aren't legal so, was go. that from an old version of the game? There you go. Or is yeah. that from future rules, much like Mandrakes, Praetorians, and Custodian yeah. Wardens, and Alaris? Is that yeah. an old edition, or is that what's coming up? We actually have no idea, right? We don't know. Because GW might are not are so, even know. Yeah. Man. There are so <laughs> many, like, errors and weird, like, like. Yeah. I like the new game, but the rulebook's terrible.
1: Oh, it's I, organized I, in a really yeah, terrible yeah. way, too, yeah
0: like there are fundamental rules nowhere near where you need to know them and mm-hmm. it's written as if you already know the rules right that's yeah. how i'd i'd state it yeah and i think that once you know how to play the game the rule book's probably pretty good to then just read through as a solid book and you would know yeah. everything but as it is <laughs> yeah it's uh well, the yeah. funny
1: thing is yeah. It's bad by GW standards. Is the funny sure. thing too, right? It's like they already have issues with their books in the past, right. but this one like takes it to another level. Yes. Um, you know, as far as like the organization and the writing and the like, Ooh. it even goes like, uh, it's like, oh, here's how to start a match play game, and then it goes, oh, but here's a bunch of narrative stuff, and then it goes, but here are the right. missions for match
0: play. That is <laughs> like... the thing that annoys me the most. Because yeah, because
1: like, people think those are narrative missions yeah. because they're after the narrative, but they're not. They're the match play missions. They're just separated by narrative right in the center yeah. for absolutely
0: no yeah. reason whatsoever. That's because okay. So as beginners to start the game, you know that that whole list of how to yeah. start your map you need that. Yeah. Like oh, that's really good. It's it, it's a really good mm-hmm. checklist of how to Read start out the of game. It, yeah, boom. I'm Done. gonna print that out and like yes. laminate it so I have it or whatever right in front, front of me. But it's nowhere yeah. near where you need it. Yeah, it's like mm-mm. what. And, so I gotta, I, yeah. I gotta
1: flip another 20 pages to get to back find to find the mission is that I'm playing.
0: Yeah, it's that's. I don't know what they were <laughs> thinking. And like so many people, and I had this myself. Just ask, what does a conceal order do? <laughs> like, Well, allow me to show you the three places in the book where it tells you, because it tells you a different thing each time. Let's go find them, right? It's like. My buddy, when I first was teaching him the game, he's like, well, you told me the Concealer
1: does... And this says it's going to change what actions I can do, (laughs) but then it tells me to go to a different page to find out what those actions are instead of just keeping them... And he's like this is really dumb. And I was like, yeah, it is. And you know, the the first way that I learned like, yeah, I had looked at the PDFs and stuff, but I was taking whoever I was playing's word for it because they had played three or four games (laughs) before me. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I hadn't actually read the rules properly myself. I just said, okay, yeah. And that's why I think some of the rules that I'm learning now, because I have my books and I'm reading them more, I'm like, oh, that's not how that worked. Like, it wasn't 100% broken, but I was learning it the way that somebody taught me, which, you know, that happened. We were getting rules still confused in three, the third year of Kill Team One, right? Like, there was still stuff that was kind to, um but uh yeah uh somebody asked about the octarius missions i think Maybe. all the
0: octarius missions are just straight up narrative right narrative. like they even say yeah, that yeah it's yeah. a narrative campaign they all look fun like so yeah. let's be clear i haven't played any narrative and that's going to be the last thing i come onto because right now i'm just learning the rules in reality but absolutely I, it looks like they've put a lot of thought into the campaign and it basically is crusade from 40k which a lot of people yeah. seem to like and think is good heck yeah but for So I assume that when Um, I get to it, it's going to be fun.
1: Yeah. So just sort of throwing it out there again, another little thing. But the Discord server, we do have tournaments going on there. We're going to run a single – there's a small one going on right now. We're going to run a single-day one we're going to try to do. And, like, everybody plays all their games on the server that day on the 18th of September. So if you want to come by and check that out. People also do random pickup games so you can play and learn the game. But also, once I figure out this narrative thing, uh, with the help of a few people who are really into narrative, we are going to be running a narrative campaign on the Killzone server, too. It's not going to be
0: all competitive. You should drop another link in the chat.
1: Yeah, if you want to come out, if you want to come and check that out, if you are interested in the narrative play. Because we have the Octarius terrain on TTS, and we have... um, uh, We have uh, the ability to do that. So we, you know, and we have people I want to play, too, because I like the idea of that campaign. The rules, like you said, the crusade from 40K looked way cool because the the original version of campaign and kill team one was was not good. Like, the, the stronger, like, the more upgraded your models got and experience they got and stuff, it became less viable to use them because Ooh. they costed, like, too many more points or whatever it was. Like, you didn't get to do the cool the cool stuff. But this one seems really cool. There's, like, there's items that they added that aren't part of the normal, you know, EP items that, like, come in. It, the narrative stuff looks really cool for this game, and I definitely want to try it out and play it. My focus is competitive, and that is what a lot of people on the server are playing, but we are going to run a narrative campaign for fun as
0: well, so. Cool. Yeah. Lurking Sprog, you ask is a heap of sector mechanicus. A bit broken as a terrain choice now. I, are you just saying a lot of Sector Mechanicus train or is there actually something from Sector Mechanicus called a heap? Uh, let us know. Lots we'll of that. Uh, yeah. Sc- um, are people are arguing about scouts and saying they're weak. Uh, fair enough. I don't know. I think they look yeah. decent to me. But oh, I but
1: think every team at least you can play...
0: And they only get two APL. Yeah, so they're basically and... not a marine faction.
1: Yeah, and using only in depth as duty end is not nearly as strong on a scout as it is on a marine that's going to fight you or, you know, do something like that. Like, oh, okay, I get to survive and then not shoot you with my sniper rifle because you're hidden anyway. Like, it's not, I don't know, it's not that great. Um, They definitely do have issues, um, but... Uh, we talked about flamers already not yet uh, We haven't really had much experience with them But we don't think they're super deadly in this version super great micro is going to talk about that next week So okay. tune in next week for the the flamer talk for sure uh,
0: six doors Six doors one as Dan. I definitely didn't say that wrong What's the look on really needlessly confusing rules tactics in this edition versus first edition? What's your thoughts on that? Um, so I, would I think say... oh yeah, okay go Okay, I was going to say, I think the whole
1: circle, square, triangle, whatever thing, um, I've heard that, I guess, a big part of that is because they're trying to expand into places that don't use inches and don't have that, and people wouldn't understand. Okay, fair enough. Um, I just ended up using my tape measure more than those little things that came with the game. I don't know if you've been using those little things, but it's frustrating me to have to go circle, circle, circle. I'd rather just do a straight line on my tape measure. Um, that being said, some of the rules, they seem more complicated when you read them, but they do the job, and they don't. I don't think... There's a lot of room for that gray area like there were in old writing because Mm. of uh, the way that they've written them a lot. I don't think there's confusion. Um, One of the things that I'm finding, and you just have to like – I guess, kind of trust your opponent and just go on the, you know, honest, you know, uh, what is (laughs) it? The good, like, is some of those ones where you have to secretly choose a model and there's not a good way to do that, really? Yeah, that's true. Um, true. You just kind of maybe write it down on a note card or whatever. Um, Even with gear as well, it's kind of difficult to remember which models have which gear. You can write it on TTS, but on an in-game, on an in-person board, it's a little bit more difficult. I know people are doing data cards, which is cool. Um, But yeah, the rules, I don't think they're... I don't think they're insanely complicated. I think some of them I had to do a double take and reread them, but mm-hmm. now that I know how to play the game better, now that I've played more games, reading those tactics makes a lot more sense. It's more like my brain was not in the new version of Kill Team, so reading those rules like you said they were written for somebody who knows how to play the game. Yes. Yeah. And if you don't know how to play the game, then yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll take this tactic cuz that kind of makes sense to me.
0: Yeah, exactly. But yeah. now
1: I like now I specifically know, oh, okay, I want that one cuz it's good. I know how to use it. Yeah, sure. So play the game that's my advice play the game (laughs) get on TTS or play with your buddies at home Whatever you can do play some games because that's you just you got to learn it and you got to I think it's easier for somebody who's coming in who never played Kill Team 1 if you're coming in from a Kill Team 1 Standpoint you have to forget as much as you have to learn sure
0: yeah, so I think that actually you know despite all GW's uh, Lingo or Warhammer community. I do genuinely think this is a very well streamlined game um but I don't think, I think the rules are pretty indecipherable if you're just trying to learn it on your own completely with no outside help. Um, yeah. But I think part of that is because they're being really pedantic to make sure that there aren't that many grey areas. Um, but because of that, in in proper English, as opposed to, you know, this mechanical English thing, you're ending up with things being stated in really weird ways. But once you know the rules, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. I get it. Um so the whole game is pretty simple, but learn it from somebody else. Learn it in person. Don't read the rule book. Learn it from videos. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe uh,
1: not even videos because people are getting rules wrong in some of those too, but just play oh, yeah, the yeah, game. You got to play the game. You got to play the game, and that's why I'm saying if you can't play it in person, jump onto the Discord, play it in uh, TTS. TTS is not a bad place to learn it. Um, I still obviously prefer playing in person, but I will admit, learning the game in person is a little bit more difficult just because of all the hassle of stuff you have to move around, um, I will say.
0: Yeah, so how do shooty factions deal with melee factions full concealing everything just running up the board? Are vantage points the primary way?
1: Yes, to some degree. Uh, sure. their vantage point, there's tactics that allow you to do things cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't played my Tau yet. I love town first edition. I played them a lot. They were my first faction. I have not played them in the new version. I've watched people play them. I think they have some cool things they can do. Mm-hmm. But I think that would, that would be the best example of a full shooty team. Obviously, Necrons are there as well, but Necrons are a little bit tougher mm-hmm. and can dish out a little bit more damage in melee and survive melee um, and revive themselves and heal themselves for two wounds every turn. Like, you know... Um, yeah, I don't know. You gotta. I think you just gotta play games, and it depends on. I don't think there are a lot of factions where that is the case. Uh, but it's also you gotta play the mission. The mission is a huge part of it. People are still focused really on killing stuff, and I mean there was that way with even in Kill Team One, there were players who were more focused on the the mission objective and like their win condition, and there were people who were just having fun and shooting stuff. So if you want to have fun and shoot stuff. Maybe don't play people who are, uh, you know, really uh, competitive because they're going to do that conceal and hide and you're going to feel bad that you can't shoot things. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Glass said too, you you got to look at the terrain. you got to, uh, what do you call it? Um, flank. you got to flank. flank. That's the word. That's flank the word. people. Flank the yeah. wank.
0: Okay, so I yeah. think that, um, as I said earlier, I think that we're in this weird little stage at the moment where you begin the game... Um, and you you don't even know what concealment really does so you start like your first deployment in a game is just a bunch of your guys on an engage order in the middle of nowhere and they just die then you realize how useful engage and concealment are and you start hiding behind things and it becomes really powerful because suddenly you can't be shot and i think that soon once we get more people playing more games in person on tts wherever we're going to start seeing how to then counter that properly I think right now most people are in this little area where an entire melee team, for example, an all gene stealers team, seem like an impossible thing to beat for certain factions. And I think that will change once we get to the next stage of, as a community, learn knowing how to play kill teams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they clarified the admec uh, sector mechanicus. Just generally, five inch terrain is that kind of broken? Is that difficult to play? I think that three inch terrain is the way to go. Um, I really like three inch terrain as not only does it um is it climbable, but also it it interacts quite nicely with how with pistol range. So yeah. even if there is some sort of you know, uh if you are within one inch of a ladder, it teleports you to the top of the walkway. Even if that exists, it still completely changes how we're going to interact with pistol weapons and flamers, etc. And I think mm-hmm. that's I think the the climbable thing isn't an issue. I think you can add in a rule that says you can climb this bit for free, right? You can do that. Um, But I think well, then suddenly you've nerfed flamers, which, as we've already discussed, neither of us have really found a use for flamers yet. Like, I'd probably rather take the melter or the plasma or the regular bolters
1: are just strong now too. Like, if you, yeah, yeah, like you. I mean, yeah. Like, I'd rather. Like, like I said, the Death Guard gunners aren't that good. I'd rather take a regular, another regular marine with a bolter and a knife than go and take like. I mean, well, obviously, I'm going to take the plasma over the Belcher anyway. But the heavy yeah. flamer isn't yeah, all that strong, I don't think. You
0: know. Um, yeah. 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 Um. Okay. That, that's it. We've called up the chat. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, cool. I think that answers everything. Uh. Thank you very much for coming along to school. Yeah. Thanks uh, for having me, man. I love. I love. Two hours. Talking about the game um yeah. you have a discord everybody should go and uh check you out there uh you yeah. primarily uh i probably should have said all this at the beginning instead of letting you introduce yourself i should actually be a good host uh you basically run tts tournaments uh that's that's your fang that's what you enjoy doing. Yeah, that's doing? my thing.
1: That's my thing right now. I'm hoping yeah.
0: to uh, go to
1: some of these live tournaments and do streaming mm-hmm. from them as well. Nice. Uh, nice. I'm hoping to do some stuff like that. Uh, we have data team. I'm a part of data team. That's uh, something yeah. we started on the command point server where we were doing ranked games, kind of like you know if you queue up in a video game and you can build your rank and get up and rank. Um, that's going to be running through the kill zone server as well. You can play your games anywhere, obviously, but we're. Cool. We should have had the website up right now, but it's not up just yet, but we're gonna have a website where you can register, you can play your games, you can look at your history of games played and how your like win rate against certain factions or against certain players with certain factions. We're hoping to have all that kind of data and have it be really cool um, so you can go back and look. We're hoping to allow people to run tournaments through the website as well. kind of like tournament or these other you know websites but have it be specific for kill team we might branch into like warhammer and other things we don't know but yeah there's a lot of cool stuff coming on that front as well you can look for announcements about that on the discord um but we want to just give people way cooler stats and information about playing kill team and give you a chance to rank up and hopefully we're going to have some kind of way where as you rank up it'll give you a different role on the discord server too so you can flaunt it and be like oh look at me i'm you know top ranked or whatever it is so very cool yeah
0: yeah um if you're Team guys?
1: Myself, uh, Tim, aka Futter, is yep. his Discord. And uh, we have Fox and we have Witch Doctor, our, our two. Data nerd 100% guys Fox is like the guy who came up with the algorithm and worked on all that uh, Which doctor has been the guy who's been main uh, doing all our like website stuff and getting all that, you know Back-end stuff set up mm-hmm. uh, great guys awesome guys. They know the game. They love the game They love playing it and they love doing all this kind of stuff. So uh, it's a very small team. We're working on it um, They're marked in the discord as well as data team. That's like their role. Yeah. So um, and if you have questions about the system or want to see more we'll be getting it up we were supposed to have started the preseason about a week ago but um the website we had some technical issues so we're working on that hopefully it'll start up we're gonna have a little preseason to get things settled and then hopefully the plan at the moment is october will be the start of the official ranked season where you can start playing ranked games and have them logged in on the website and be able to track
0: your win-loss rate your all that kind of stuff so so final word for musical cool. it's hard to get it up is that right did i get that <laughs> correctly <laughs> okay that's uh, one way to go out you do you man <laughs> all right thank I you i don't know actually. if those were my exact words Oh uh, not... they were your exact words actually uh that's why i said them. uh I
1: don't know. Did I say It's (laughs) difficult to get, uh, difficult to get, you know, tech stuff working. Um, it is. I'm not a, I'm not a technomancer or any of that kind of stuff. I don't know the digital side of it. I'm the face of things. I come up with big ideas and then I find (laughs) other people to make them a reality. That is
0: how you make money in this capitalist society. So good job. Yeah. I don't know if we're going
1: to make money off a kill team, but, uh,
0: Uh, (laughs) we can hope, we can hope. I mean, as you say, right, like a competitor to, um, BCP, you can make that actually useful, I think a lot of people would be interested, right? Because nobody says good things about BCP.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff that's out there right now is... It, it's kind of if it, if it if it isn't broke don't fix it and we have yeah, some cool that. ideas to add some extra stuff to it that you know again we got some data we got some nerdy data people who love that kind of you know information and i know those people exist in the community too who you mm-hmm. want to be able to see your win rate loss rate you know what secondaries have worked best for you all this kind of stuff that's something we didn't really talk about either tac ops but i think they're good i like oh
0: em. i man i think tac ops are a whole section yeah, yeah. like that's such a big oh, yeah, topic yeah. and like I, sure. I can't properly speak to them I mean, I guess my final thing is a large part of why I do videos is because I want to understand the game and I force myself to understand the game to make a video.
1: So like, I, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't
0: know how tack Ops work in a way that I could teach somebody, right? Like, well, I, that's I not can, a good... <laughs> you don't know how TAC Ops work? <laughs> no, no. We need to have a talk. We need an intervention. After we end this, jump in, I'll teach you okay, about right, Okay. Right, yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. It. Um And so, to understand them, I say, right, I'm sitting down i'm I'm writing a script so that this makes sense to other people and therefore it will make sense to me and so I can make informed decisions in the future. okay well, thank you very much for coming along with school uh it's been another great episode of Varded yeah dude Point, uh, a kill team podcast. hopefully uh. Yeah, thanks for having me, and uh, hopefully
1: we'll be able to see you again at an in-person tournament. Let me know how this one goes this weekend. Also, I forgot yeah. to mention—I think the Spa- the Spanish ran a tournament this past weekend, so I think we might have had that an official out, event. Yeah, yeah. I think we might have had an official event. I haven't seen what's going on. We gotta, you gotta, you gotta reach out to them, get one of them in on your podcast, so they can talk
0: about what's going on there. That's a good idea, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I I will reach out to old John Sal. Yeah. There you go. All right well thank you very much it's cool thank you very much chat and thank you very much anybody uh on my patron that has made it to the end of this video uh or podcast video type thing uh more coming i think i'm talking to the strategic advantage on thursday and then micromancer next saturday um right after the admec kill team rules hopefully come out in which case you can hear it from the guy that's actually good at playing the game themselves and uh do not buy that DD3CP t-shirt anymore because it's no longer relevant, but I will be releasing new merch soon, so... No, no, dude, this is retro stuff now. It you is. guys want this. This is yes. retro.
1: This is like retro kill team gear, man. That's get true. your retro kill team gear at Glass Half Dead merch, That's GlassHalfDeadMerchWhatever.com. There you go. Get, go. get it. Go get it.
0: Oh, my merch store is not that advanced. It's like... Teespring.com yeah. slash bl- 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 and then like a random string of numbers.
1: Right. Yeah, get it, man. This is retro. DD3CP, 7-point yeah. uh, drones, man. Look at him; He's got a scarf. <laughs> this is awesome.
0: Go get it. What drone doesn't have a scarf? Alright, thanks very much, everybody. Thanks very much, Utskool. Uh, I will see you soon, and Utskool will see you in his yep. Discord. Bye.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.